Hello, Rachel. Hey. <laughs> Can I just say how much I love that Steven's in a tank top, probably in shorts, Rachel's in a hoodie. That's just... I mean, <laughs> describe your relationship with an outfit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's get started. It's late. <laughs> it's a Monday night. It's been a long day. Uh, it's going to be nine o'clock by the time we fucking done. Oh, yeah, well, it'll be okay. Anyway. I'm actually working from home tomorrow, so I don't have to get up at the ass crack of dawn to fucking drive over to. Oh, you work out by the lake? Yeah. Dog, I, I, I like Franklin's not far from there, so I had to do yeah, that drive. Yeah. yeah, I had to do that drive every fucking day. It and was... like, it's not that bad, but of course, yeah. with everyone going back to work now, or you know, starting to get back to work, the like the morning traffic is back. Which also, yeah. honestly, the morning traffic is always worse than the evening traffic. Yeah. For whatever fucking reason. Yeah. Um. Well, I think it's but, because people are commuting there to drop their kids off, but the kids get their school gets out at three, and I imagine you get off at like five ish. So that's probably what yeah. the case is. That could be. But yeah, uh, man, fucking Gentilly, man. I went there my freshman year. I went to Brother Martin, and then my. Yeah. Uh, sophomore year I transferred to Franklin but then that was Katrina but then yeah I pretty much all of my high schooling went out to that part of town it was uh, where were you in sophomore year I was in Houston Texas I was no, at, before uh, that like that school you transferred to after brother Martin I didn't hear uh, you. no okay so freshman year I went to brother Martin mm-hmm. I applied to get into Franklin my freshman year but I missed the test like I missed it by four points <laughs> and I know right I was ang- I was so angry about it um god it's so long ago and then I went to Brother Martin, and then I transferred to Franklin. Went to Franklin for two weeks, then Katrina hit, and then I transferred. Then I went to finish my sophomore year at uh, Westside High School in Houston. So by my second year of high school, I'd been to three different high schools. Oh well, you know it. Thanks, Katrina. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dude, the funniest thing, Stephen. I'm sure you can. You have a story like this, like literally the the so the Friday before it hit, right? Yeah. Uh, Literally, I remember my civics class saying, guys, don't forget to do your homework when you come back here on Monday. Ugh. I'll never uh, forget that shit. I didn't have that. I, I'm pretty sure that was, I want to say that was, uh, that was the 25th was that Monday. Shit, we probably had just started school. I don't think we had anything. Me, Did was, you do the homework, the civics homework? Fuck no. I'm about to say, what? Because that'd be a fucking waste. <laughs> I, I would have done it Sunday night and we evacuated Sunday morning. So I was like, well, I don't have to do that shit. Yeah, I remember going and evacuating. Like, should I should I call my friend and let him know we're not coming over to his house on Saturday? <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, like, holy shit, like everybody's gone. Yeah, it was, uh, I'll never forget that shit that he was like, and don't let this storm get in the way of doing your homework. I was like, wild. And then the whole, and then the whole city changed. Okay, let's get started. Um, ah, delicious. God, it's been a month since I did the last episode. They're coming like once a month now instead of two a month. I just, you know, haven't had anything really to talk about. Quality over quantity, man. I mean, this is the beginning of the end. This is episode 91. There's only going to be, this is the last 10 episodes. Oh. Yeah. You should so. uh, just have all of them be us. Fuck <laughs> We would we would get tired of each other. We'd run out of things to talk oh, about. Oh, I could never. I'm already tired of. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Was you, were you talking to me or were you talking to her? Both. Leave that open ended. All right. All right. All right. 
Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. As you may have just heard, depending on whether I edited this out or not, it's been a month since our last episode. This is episode 91. Sorry about the wait. Again, like this whole volume, which started almost a year ago, which is the longest running volume that I've ever had. It's been a dry spells of just like nothing really to talk about except, you know, the pandemic and nobody wants to fucking talk about that. Anyway, I am joined by frequent guest and his better half, uh, who is also a returning guest. Welcome back, Stephen and Rachel, Stephen Vastola, Rachel Gert. How's it going? Hey. Howdy. And the doggos. Who do we got? We got Jax, Lily, and Rambo. Yeah, and you can, you'll probably hear them throughout the show. So. That's cool. Hey, man, the more the merrier. Uh, I think the most we've ever done on one episode was that very early on live episode where it was... Me, you guys, Cuh, Clark. Oh, shit, was it, that was a good one. Yeah, Jasmine yeah. Was too. Oh, Jasmine, was was Jasmine there? I'm pretty sure. I don't know where it was. It, I think it was at Jasmine and Anthony's apartment at the time, right? Oh, wow, that was so long ago. Yeah. I don't think Clark was there. That Clark was, was definitely there. Clark was definitely there. Uh, that was so long ago. That was fun. That was a good one. That was a lifetime ago. That was probably like five years ago. I feel like we, wasn't that the one where we were playing drinking games during the like during the show, or at least Captain Dickhead or something? It was the first episode. I'll I'll include it in the show notes. That was the first episode of Volume Two because like that was the first like we I just wrapped up Volume One and then I like quickly ran into Volume Two. Yeah, that was like five years ago. I'll put it in the show notes if anybody oh, wants like- to listen. It's very rudimentary. It's very early uh, stuff. Like, that's the thing, man. People ask me, like, where should I start? I'm like, don't don't listen to volume one. Just just for your own sake, don't listen to that one. That you one's really well. <laughs> I was like, I could point you to, like, if you gave me a list of the episodes, I could point you to, like, those are, that's a good episode. Start there. Anyway, I welcome back my dear friends uh, to talk about a few things. You know, we got to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They binged it. I watched it week to week. We're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars, not much because fuck, there ain't much to say. And then we're going to talk about streaming services. So, uh, but before we get started, I'll put this in the, or I'll edit this at the beginning. Time codes in the description. So if you want to skip our Oscars talk and our just general fucking sh- shooting the breeze of just like shooting the shit, right? Like you can skip to our reaction to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, how have y'all been? I just realized this afternoon when I was preparing for the show, I think, is it, if things had gone according to plan this time, right now, you guys would have been married? Yeah, we would have gotten married, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before that. Nine days ago. Nine days ago. So. so you know, thanks, COVID. <laughs> um, but it's fine. It's all fine. It just means that I get to spend more money on more expensive things next year. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, Stephen gets really excited when I talk about the finances of our wedding. But, you know. <laughs> It's okay. It's all okay. Yeah, well, spending large chunks of money is never good. <laughs> it's debatable. Not for four hours. <laughs> debatable. Hey, man, you, you don't really have to worry about the spending until you get to, your, like, your third wedding. Like, it's fine. You don't have yeah, to, like, like – Yeah, that's when you got to be like, okay, let's, you know, let's make this, like, an hour-long thing. Like, we don't need to waste anybody's time. And we spend, like, $500 on it. Like, just get it over with, right? Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, so it's been it's been a year. Uh, Steven, I think I had you on last year. Is that right? Um, 
I don't remember. I don't remember what it was about. I feel like we talked about something pandemic related. <laughs> episode 84. You were on episode 84 when we talked about with Ka. I think we were talking football and sports. So that was the last time we had I had you on, I believe. We gotta have we we're probably gonna have you if you're if you guys are down, probably have you back on after the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, talk about what happened and who won. So stay tuned for that. Oh uh, yeah, I'll jump on that one. So it's been a year. I found it very hard to process the year anniversary of the pandemic. It was weighing on me, but I had a bunch of stuff uh, going on at the time, which I'll touch on in a little bit. Uh, yeah. So how are you guys feeling a year? Like, are y'all taking it in stride? Did it weigh on y'all? Or are y'all just kind of just like, eh, you know, I'll deal, I'll process all the trauma after we're out of the woods. I feel like a lot of it for me was toward the beginning. Like, I feel like now that, the vaccine or the multiple vaccines have come out and yeah. things are actively getting better. I feel like it's less, I don't know. I feel like it's less traumatic because it, it seems like there's an end in sight. It's not like it was in, I don't know, like August, September of last year when we were just like, yeah. how much longer is this going to go on? Yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I like to quote the office a lot and say that it's hard to sign on to be miserable for, you know, for an, on a determined amount of time but if you you know you can just about tolerate anything as long as you know when the fuck it's going to end yeah i've noticed that things are starting to get better now that people are becoming vaccinated things are starting to slowly reopen like like the past i think it was two weeks ago i went to the pool and i actually had like a no i went to go it was when i went and saw kong, uh, godzilla versus kong mm-hmm. I, had, I went to the movies the next day i went to the pool and like i felt like oh this is kind of feeling somewhat normal again um steven how do you feel man are you just kind of whatever or are you kind of like really appreciating the moment uh i mean we're just we're not there yet um we recently went down we went to go do an escape room a few weeks ago and yeah. while we were down there we had an hour to kill we went to barcadia around the corner from it um shout out to barcadia like, and they're and they're open but they're not you know, it's not Barcadia. So, like, it's not, it's not, they're not there yet. It's, it's getting closer, which is better, but it's not, it's just, it's not good. It's not the same. Yeah. Uh, who was I talking to? Oh, I was at a thing on Friday night and, like, people always, I don't know about you guys, but people are always fascinated. Like, oh, you're from New Orleans? Tell me all the crazy shit you've done there. I was like, one, I don't have the time. And two, I don't remember most of it, but, uh, uh, we were talking about, they were talking about like, is New Orleans bouncing back? And I was like, I guess I haven't been back since the holidays. And uh, it was kind of, you know, empty and kind of struggling at the time, just walking around and what y'all have seen locally, like how, how do you feel like the city's doing right now? It's not, I mean, it's not there yet. It's still mm-hmm. not New Orleans. Like if people are like, Oh, should I come visit? The answer is still absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Um, Cause like all the, I don't know, I guess despite what you see on Instagram sometimes, like, the city's not where it should be, like, Well, no, I mean, if you're coming, if you're coming to visit New Orleans for New Orleans, you're not going to get that experience. Yeah, unless you want to just see the architecture or some shit, right? Yeah, if you want to see the architecture, like, so the things that I usually recommend are kind of open, like, I always suggest, like, hey, grab a daiquiri and walk around the French Quarter, you know, you can still technically do that. Um, but it's not going to have the same, I don't know, appeal. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to have as many street performers and you're not going to have the, I don't know, random drunk bachelorette parties that are walking down the street on a Thursday. And, you know, 
Still plenty of uh, still plenty of horse shit right in the middle of the road though, right? No, that hasn't yeah, gone anywhere. Well, right? I mean, not really actually. I mean, there's all the, <laughs> all the reason for the horses to walk around either. So I mean, Bourbon Street's kind of it's clean. clean. Oh my god, they're pressure. <laughs> they're finding gunk and funk in the in the gutter of Bourbon Street that's been there for two centuries, man. I mean, they found a car in the fucking like canal. Oh, what? <laughs> the yeah, dude, that was like a maybe I don't know a year don't and a half ago. They found a car that was like in one of the drainage pipes that was like from Katrina. Oh my god. It was fairly pandemic related. It wasn't pandemic just, related. It's just way it was overdue just, sewage yeah. and water board. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they found some I, I don't even know how it, it was still together. I don't know how like the water hadn't just completely disintegrated it or yeah or whatever whatever, yeah. whatever one's through there. The sludge of New Orleans. Okay, well, I'm. It's sad to see it. Uh, I'm gonna say that Austin is still pretty much in the same boat. Uh, it's getting better, but it's also you know the live scenes and like a lot of the uh, like spring. Break, people were worried about spring break. We're still doing all right as far as cases go. I well, let let me ask y'all. Y'all both been vaccinated, right? Y'all both got the Johnson and Johnson one dose, right? Yeah. So we're as of um, as of what three days ago or. Yeah, we're fully vaccinated two weeks out, all that fun jazz. Oh, that's awesome. I, we were talking earlier that I get my second dose on Monday. Yeah, so I, I'm really worried. I hope I don't get sick. I'm probably going to take a day off just to be safe. But, uh, you know, I really hope I don't have a rough time with it. Um, I've heard I mixed know. things. Did you, did you, like, miss your appointment? I feel like you got the first dose a long time ago. Nope, got the first dose April 3rd or April 4th or 2nd or one of those days, but it's 30 days. So, yeah. Yeah, beginning know, of the month. I feel, yeah, I felt like I remember getting a text message from you that you got it. Like, oh, there you go. Huh. Yeah, I, I was like, oh man, a whole month away. I gotta wait, and now I feel like it's just snuck up on me. I was like, oh shit, that's next week. Okay, uh, but yeah, did y'all? I, I don't know the stories about Johnson and Johnson, but was it particularly rough? I know you both had it. Well, you, you guys think you had COVID way back, but yeah, did you have a rough time? We, if we did, we both had pretty minor cases Mm -hmm. um just kind of felt cruddy not necessarily like i didn't have a cough or anything um Mm -hmm. i didn't have a fever you hardly had anything i barely had anything mine felt like a um a sinus infection which i get Mm -hmm. pretty frequently um he had a lot more body like he had the body aches a little bit of a cough i didn't even wish for a cough i mean the biggest thing is really just the fatigue and the 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 body so severe i couldn't I don't think I could lay down for like two days. Like I just Yikes. Yeah, you just can't get comfortable. I don't know if, if, if you've ever experienced that, but it it's not fun. I when I moved units two years ago. Yeah, when I moved units, you guys remember I used to live on the third floor, now I live on the first floor. Anyway. Never been that th- Yeah, yeah. You guys are planning on coming here last summer and then shit went to hell. Uh, which I'm still looking forward to y'all coming because I think y'all would love it. Like I, we didn't get, we got to do a little bit things when y'all came that one time, but that was years ago at this point. I really think there's a bunch of fun stuff you could do, or I'm more familiar with the city. I can show you better things to do. I could show y'all a good time. Well, isn't, isn't, isn't Texas like open, open though? Like Florida? Yeah. Like all the masks, all the signs around town say, mask recommended like there's not a lot of mask mandatory it's recommended so is is texas quote-unquote like back uh i don't know if it's back because people are still taking precautions uh but it's you know people still being good about wearing masks 
But I think if you guys came in the summertime, like, uh, hell, maybe even next month or like June or something like that, we could, you know, you could, you could have a good time and it's only getting better. That's the thing. Cause more people are getting vaccinated. So I think if you guys came over the summer, you'd have a, you, we could get into some things, but uh, yeah, people are still good about wearing masks, even though there's technically no mask mandate anymore. So, uh, oh, anyway, so I threw up, <laughs> sorry, I forgot what we were talking about for a second. I threw out my back when I had to move units and that was like one of the most uncomfortable things I remember in a long time where I just couldn't, I couldn't, I was like, I want to just like, can I just like fall asleep standing up or something or just like fall asleep standing on my head or something? Cause laying prone, it just fucking hurt. Anyway, you were describing the rest of your symptoms before I interrupted for like the fifth time. Oh, for me? No, I mean, that was kind of, that was kind of the major one that, yeah. that I felt. Um, um, Cause I mean, we, we caught it. We would have had to caught it either right before we went on our vacation last summer or, or during it. And considering that the other two people that we were with both like confirmed got it. I don't think there's any way we didn't, especially considering all the side effects that I felt that my mother felt who also got COVID right yeah. after we left. And I just don't, while she didn't have any, and she being Rachel didn't have any real side effects that, we can really know of or like anything like significant like i just there's just no way she did get across yeah yeah for real um although when i got when i got the vaccine the day after like i felt like i was hit by a fucking bus yeah like holy shit i had like 102 fever i my entire body fucking hurt i just basically slept all day and called into work the next day yeah mine mine felt like a minor version of what i felt when i thought i had the virus Mm. which is i guess what what you're kind of supposed yeah, to yeah i think do. it's supposed to be like that but. yeah it's wild man like to get my vaccine i had to drive 30 miles outside of town austin yeah, at the time correct. was really struggling with uh getting vaccines but we're coming along as much as i'm sure you guys wish you all would be married by now and as much as we wanted that to happen i will say that the wedding i was supposed to go to in june for my buddy joe it's a virtual one now so i'm kind of glad that y'all pushed it back because i if y'all had told me that it would be a virtual one i would be like no people need to hear my speech in person you know we're actually we've been debating doing the speech at the rehearsal dinner instead of the actual wedding itself nope nope Nope. you're just gonna do it twice i'll just be a filler and do it i'll be like here's the speech i would give Let's just pretend I'm saying something wise and charming and funny and endearing. And then at the actual day is when I drop the bomb. Yeah, that's when you, you like run up to the DJ, steal the mic. Everyone listen. <laughs> A white man has something to say. Everyone should listen to me. <laughs> I'm more important. You're a white man. Well, I Ah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, that definitely a white man. Trust me. Yeah, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I am. I'm I'm whiter. I'm white as the day is long. Let's just say that. Uh, but, you know, ethnically, I'm Hispanic. Partially. Yeah. Half. Yeah. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, I'm really I, I, like I said, I, I, I'm happy to be invited to this virtual one, but I really it's in Chicago. It would have been in Chicago and I would have taken a trip. Yeah, that would have been cool. But that, but unfortunately, it's not the case. Uh, but I'm still looking forward to it. So I am looking forward to y'all's wedding. I'm sure you guys are. Uh, I think that's enough catching up. Are y'all ready to get into the topics? Yeah, let's get in the meat. Yeah, I've almost finished like three chess games, bro. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he was really expecting me to do all the talking during the uh, catching up thing. Okay. Well, uh, uh, it's teamwork. 
<laughs> well, before we get to the meat, the meat and potatoes, let's talk about the Oscars. I know neither one of y'all watched it last night, but Rachel, I know that you also have been a regular watch. You regularly watch them year every year. I do. Uh, yeah, I, I think the last time I missed an Oscars was Jesus. It's it's been a minute, especially if um. Well, it, it's probably it's. I haven't missed one since I started working Monday through Friday, eight to five. Yeah. Um, but maybe even before that, I usually try to not even if not take off for the Oscars that night, at least do like a half day or like an early shift. Um, yeah. So it, it's been a minute since I've previously missed an Oscars. Yeah. I, do, I, I enjoy the pageantry of it. I, I enjoy the competitive. I, I enjoy all the conversation around the Oscars. I enjoy the debates and like, you know, I like, I'm pretty sure you're maybe not as in, as dedicated design, but I was pretty good about like year, year watching most of the entries, even like beyond best picture, but like best actor, best mm-hmm. actress, best screen. The two biggest awards I care about are adapted screenplay and original screenplay. And I was very happy with who won. Don't ask me who I can't remember. That was a whole 24 hours ago, but yeah, so y'all, so you didn't watch it this year. I can be honest with you. I could have not watched it this year. It was really lame, even though it was a really crazy year a really like down year for the Oscars. Uh, it wasn't good. Like it wasn't. I truly think I, I can probably list. I, I don't know if I could name five movies that came out in 2020. I really don't. Well, that's a good, that's a good point. Actually. I don't, I don't either. I know Wonder Woman, 84, 85, one of the 84, 80s, 84. 84. Um, I know Wonder Woman, 84 came out and was like all controversial and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and not very good. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that was bad. Uh, I I thought it was okay. I thought I was like, okay, it was too long, but it was all right, I I guess. I couldn't even like, I don't know. I feel like I spent the whole time just criticizing it in my head instead of actually watching it. Yeah. I did not enjoy. There Uh, might have been like one or two things I liked about it, but uh, not my thing. uh, The other big one that came out last year was Tenant, which I could do a whole pod on Tenant. And if you guys haven't watched it, if you do want to watch it, fucking subtitles. Just Trust me on that. Subtitles. I watch Although, everything subtitles. I do too, but watching it in the movie theater last October was fucking brutal. One of the worst experiences I've ever had in a movie theater. Really? Uh, yeah. Again, I could do a whole pot on Tenet and how much I didn't like it, even though there's there's a good movie in there. It's just not a really good execution. But it did win an Oscar, won for Best Visual Effects yesterday. I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah, it wasn't very good. It was It was a down year. I didn't see – I don't think I saw – any of the best pictures uh but the big but the big controversy was that so people who are familiar with the oscars like it was pretty much going as planned like pretty much you know i skimmed like variety or the hollywood reporter like who who the favorites were and stuff like that and it was pretty much going according to plan uh or according to expectations i guess and then so they flipped it on you they didn't tell anybody first off everybody was freaking out about this they did Best Picture before Best Actress and Best Actor. What? Yeah. So for anyone not aware, the Academy Awards, the Oscars, right? Historically, like I think since the beginning, Best Picture caps off the evening. Caps off the evening. It's the big, it's the, it's arguably the biggest award of yeah. the night. And this year they switched it up. They did Best Picture and a bunch of people online and like even my brother texted me. He's like, did I miss Best Actor and Best Actress? I go, No. He's like, well, they're on Best Picture. I was like, I guess they mixed it up this year. They did a few different things. They did like some 
they did one or two like different things, but it was still kind of lame uh, and very cringeworthy, cringeworthy at points. Uh, so, so Nomadland wins for best picture. Everybody pretty much called that. Best actress, Frances McDormand, who was in Nomadland. And then fucking best actor was where the controversy, the, basically uh, the, the night ended on like a wet fart. So everyone thinks that, and I think an ABC is exec who does the broadcast confirmed this. So Chadwick Boseman was up for best actor, right? And unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman passed away last year from cancer. So everybody thought, and it's generally agreed upon, that ABC structured Best Actor to be the last award for the night under the, under the assumption that Chadwick Boseman was going to win and there would be this beautiful dedication to him at the end of the night. And they go out on this like really emotional, very respectful note. And then Anthony Hopkins won for the father and Anthony Hopkins wasn't there. He was in Wales. And wow. so literally they're like all this, this entire like three hour show was making its way to this crowning moment. And it's literally the best actor is Anthony Hopkins, the father. And they show a picture of Anthony Hopkins and they go, Anthony Hopkins isn't here to accept this award. So we'll accept it on his behalf. And then it just ends. It just ends. Wow. And it just was like, what the fuck was that? It was terrible. It was, it wasn't as bad as the Moonlight La La Land situation, but it was, at least that was funny. This wasn't funny. This was just like the, like the most, one of the most anticlimactic things. Speaking of anticlimactic, we'll talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier in a little bit, but, uh, Hey. hey, uh, so yeah, dude, it was wild. Like I was just like, but it gets to my larger thing. I'm like, I keep telling myself every year that this is going to be my last Oscars or I could skip this year. But it's just like, I keep watching it. I'm like, what am I getting out of this? So do you feel like, I guess, Steven, you play your chess. I guess this is a Rachel and me conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah he's just clicking away. Do you guys even watch award shows anymore? Like, do you even think they have any value anymore? So that's a weird question, right? So mm-hmm. like, I do, I, I like award shows, yeah. but like that said, I haven't been watching them. So like when I was in middle school, for example, I watched yeah. like all of them. I watched the Grammys. I watched the VMAs. I watched Yeah, the for Oscars, real. Same here. Same here. everything. Um, and then like, as I got into high school, it kind of dwindled and like, I'd catch the VMAs when something cool was supposed to happen. And you know, then of course I watched the Oscars, but like since college, I have exclusively watched the Oscars. And I mean, so like part of what I enjoy is like, I don't know, I guess I kind of like watching all celebrities. Like it's, it's ho- it's Hollywood's prom. It's, it's Hollywood's like, prom basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously I like the fashion involved with it because I love that shit. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, I enjoy the pageantry that comes with all of these award things, but like, sure. I haven't, I don't know. I just haven't been into it. I was, I was really thinking about it. Cause my brother called me over the weekend. He's like, Hey, you know, the Oscars this week. And I'm like, yeah, I know when the Oscars are, trust me. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, I, I totally forgot that it was happening. I was like, yeah, it was a weird year, but, and we were talking about, it. he's like, are they doing a host? I was like, nobody wants to be the host of the Oscars anymore. It's, it's it's a thankless job. Nobody wants to do it. 
I'm sure you get paid nicely, but it's not like you're always going to, if you, if you like appeal to the, 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 the crowd in the room, the, I guess the West coast Hollywood elite, you're probably going to like alienate Midwest, you know, middle America. But if you appeal to middle America, everyone thinks everyone in like, you know, the reviews and the critics think that you did a terrible job. So it's literally, you literally can't win. And like, so it's, they're not doing a host anymore ever. Probably I would, I would bet money on I that. Think, and the, the way to solve this problem is to just have a random fucking generic ass human being do it. <laughs> like have like someone that, you know, has maybe watched like two of the movies do it. Be like, this is, and, and like, doesn't actually know how to pronounce a lot of the names. Yeah. Then just, and just, like either well, totally flubs it or like does a great fucking job and is like so excited about it. They just have like casting auditions, have like some <laughs> random fucking excited fan host the Oscars. But my, I guess my point is that I don't think that anybody can save the Oscars. I don't think anyone can save award shows. I think they're, they become antiquated. And I'm sure like, if you read reviews from 30 years ago, there were people probably saying the same thing. Like, why are we doing this? This is pointless. But like now, especially like, I mean, everyone pretty much, first off, like there's so much media out there. Like that was the beauty of the Oscars. Like for better or for worse, they were kind of the, again, fairly or unfairly, they were kind of like the, you know, the judge and jury of like, these are the movies that matter. And now I think with the proliferation of streaming services and so much media out there and so much to consume, I don't think that people value their opinions anymore. Like, and I think you could say the same about the Emmys and you could say, you could especially say things about the Grammys. The Grammys are a joke now. So it's just like, yeah, you can watch it for the fashion, like you said, or watch it for the banter or just like the circumstance, the palm and circumstance. But I honestly, I'm like, I don't feel bad about not watching these movies, even in a bad year. It's just like, I don't, I don't care about this. I don't think I care about this anymore. So I, I don't know. Like it's, it's whatever now. Well, I think with the internet, right. Yeah. Being, I don't want to say the cultural phenomenon that it is because it's more than that. Um, I don't, the pillar of society at yeah. this point that the internet is like, you know, you can click a button and millions and millions of people around the world know, you know, can know who won yeah. immediately, you know? And so is there really a, a need to have an entire show around that? Cause like in, you know, in previous years before, like way, way before the internet even existed. Right. Yeah. Like you'd either, you'd watch the show or you'd read the newspaper the next day to find out any yep. big event. Now yep. you can find out instantaneously. Yeah. You had to watch to find out. And, yeah. and again, like, with all the things at our disposal, like what you said about social media, like everybody has an opinion now. Everybody's opinion, like it was like exclusivity or like the select voices in the room of the Oscars. Like we we are the we decide what value what matters in cinema. And now everybody has an opinion. And I think that's great. Like I think everybody should have an opinion. But I was like, why why are we deferring to these largely rich white people? in Hollywood to say what is the best film of the year who did the best performances like who cares I mean, also, who, like I don't I guess I just uh, who is the academy like I don't know any any of the academy members that actually vote on this stuff what well, are their qualifications of they, being in the academy <laughs> well so, like the best director should obviously be judged by like a group of directors best, well you know. well well that is the criteria there are people 
like it's got like i can't remember all the the dim the numbers but there's like thousands of oscar academy members and pretty much significantly less than that no there's there's it's it's a lot I thought it was like a group of 10 people that like got no. together and jerked off on their ideas. No, it is a rather democratic process. But so basically, uh, again, I don't quote me on all this because I haven't looked at the process because they changed it recently because of Oscar So White. But so the members are basically, you know, m- membership compiles of mainly uh, invitations, but also if you win an Oscar or you are nominated for an Oscar, you get automatic membership into the Oscars, the Academy, right? So, and then each category, almost every category is, is voted on by the, the sliver of membership that applies to that category. So, you know, directors vote on directors, mm-hmm. cinematographers vote on cinematographers. Okay. Th- that's pretty much how it goes. I'm pretty sure that the only award everybody has a vote in is best picture. Okay. The actors vote on actors, actresses, obviously everybody yeah. votes on that. But like it is, it is fractured, right? It is d- diversified, right? Uh, but it's just the fact that I'm like, again, why do we care about what these people say? Like, why do we care that they decide that this is the best picture? Like, I feel like with as much information there is readily available and as much like, and honestly, there is the trope. I love how we said this was going to be short, but yeah, I have a lot yeah. of things to say about the Oscars because I, I do love the Oscars. Uh with as much information and as much as readily available, like there is a thing of Oscar bait. There are films that are specifically made to win an Oscar. And I think that I can say I've rubbed up against this. And I'm sure a lot of people who give less of a fuck about the Oscars feel the same way. It's just the fact that like you guys are selecting the movies that you think are the best that are specifically designed to appeal to you. When I can tell you that there are a bunch of films out there a thousand times better than that film. So why the fuck do I give a fuck what y'all think when I can decide what was the best picture of last year? guess what? It's one of the films you would never consider. So (laughs) again, I think it's become antiquated and I think it's dying out, which is sad because like you grew up watching it, especially with my mom and my brother, we would do we Sunday night that Sunday night, we'd always watch it together. And I, I, I think that it has value historically, but I don't I don't see it like it's going to be like print or whatever. It's just like this is dying out. Like This is a, this is a relic of an older time. Like, I just don't see the point of this anymore. I mean, that all said, if I were to somehow get invited to actually attend the Oscars, oh, I yeah. would shit myself. Oh, man. The, I think the greatest moment of my life would probably be winning an Oscar for screenplay. Like, oh, that would be. Win. I just want to go. And like sit in the back row, wear a pretty dress, walk on the red carpet. I just want to be there. Just mm, I don't think I'd go. Like I, I just I don't want to wear a tux for and like it's expensive and you're like in the you're in like the nosebleeds. It's a hassle. It I is actually, like I know I have like this vision of the dress I would wear. Mm-hmm. It's great. Luckily for guys, just a tuxedo. That's all we got to do. Yeah, um, well, you know, a little bit again, a little bit of pageantry. Anyway, well, I don't think I would go because I don't really like those kind of formal settings to begin with. I would probably go if like I was in competition or I had a really probably, nice seat. If I, I would probably bring you as my date, John, because Stephen would not want to go. Correct. I would go and see if, uh, I would go to see if Amelia Clark shows up and just be like, here's my number. Okay. And then I love you. I love you. I love you. Marry me. 
Danny, please love me. You screwed your nephew, Danny. <laughs> no, I, I, I would, I would, I would probably go, but I just wouldn't. I just would be like, and that's the other thing. It's like the Super Bowl, right? Steven, you could say this. Like, I don't think I'd ever want to go to a Super Bowl because, like, I'm sure it's a thousand times better on television than it is in the room. Like, it's probably a lot oh, less glamorous. If somebody said, "Hey, here's tickets to a Super Bowl. I'm gonna be there." I got to experience it at least once, regardless of who's in it. Um, I think I would pay a lot of money to, to go to the Oscars. Like, I mean, okay, so, like, I say that, but then that sounds like a stupid thing. But, like, if some, if I don't, if they were like, Rachel, you can go to the Oscars, but tickets are, like, $800, I would probably still do it. Because that would be, like, the one and only chance that I would ever have in my life. Like, probably. I would probably pay a stupid amount of money to go. You probably couldn't get a seat for $800. Yeah, probably not. Good. I'm aware of that. It's not something that I could actually afford on my current paycheck. But, yeah, like, I, I, would, I would pay a significant amount of money to be able to go. I think it would be like meeting your heroes. It would probably be a letdown. Like, I would oh, just absolutely. be like, I just don't. I'm not really. Uh, I mean, granted, also, I would not meet a single celebrity. Like, let me tell you that right now. The seat that I would get, uh uh-uh. uh. I'd be like shuffled in the like custodian door. Like, here you go, (laughs) ma'am. Right Uh, this way. I I get you. I just, maybe in my younger days, like, like in my 20s, like if when I still drank and, because it is like, obviously it's the ceremony, but it also is like one of the best after parties, like, is the Oscars after parties, the various ones. And I'd be like, yeah, that would be a lot of fun to get into but now i'm like oh, that just sounds like wearing an uncomfortable outfit for hours and just being like dealing with crowds that just sounds like eh, not really my not really my bag man um, I, don't know. I could i could make it my bag for a night but hey man you get those tickets you you do like best uh uh best short film documentary Wait, short I, film trying to see like what category we could potentially make it into <laughs> is that is that what we're doing uh sure i think yeah best i think you should go out for best documentary short film no disrespect but it seems like the most inclusive let's say that most inclusive of uh of possibilities uh that's just me i mean i could well i no i couldn't do that never mind um i'm pretty sure if someone was well uh, never mind i okay I can't, <laughs> i'm useless I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I could be a decent actor, but we literally took an acting class together and I sucked shit <laughs> at it. <laughs> well, you weren't that bad. I mean, we were all bad. Up, Do you remember that one day where we hung out at the uh, the amphitheater and I helped you go over your like monologue or whatever for the day? And you did okay. Oh my God. That was years. Dude, was that was almost years 10 years ago. ago. That, that was, that like was... the very like beginning of our friendship. God, that was so long ago. That hey, was almost. Up, I know I say this a lot, but could you imagine how much more fun that class would have been if we were like actually friends while taking it? That would have been. I still had that fun. I really, I really enjoyed that class. I actually really enjoyed that class. I um, mean, well, you know, it wasn't the worst class I ever took. <laughs> yeah, for real. Psychology, uh, sensory and perception. Worst class I ever took at LSU. It was awful. Um, class. Only class I got a D in too. Um, nice. So. Oh, I, I failed my first, my one, I failed a class once in my entire life. And it was my, it was, <laughs> it was a world geography class my freshman year because I just didn't go and I accidentally missed two tests. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Oops. 
Steven, do you have anything to contribute at all? Or are you ready to move on? The Oscars? No, absolutely not. I don't blame you. We're, we're going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, so you'll have more to say about that. Oh, no, that's good. I, I, I knew this, this subject wasn't going to be for me. I think, the last, I think the last Oscar I watched was the one where Leo finally won. And then that was it. I didn't give a shit anymore. There were, like, that's the other thing. It's just like... Wait, didn't some lady go 0 for 8? About yeah, Glenn, Glenn Close. Poor Glenn Close. Even though she had a funny moment. She had like the funniest moment Sucks of the night. She, she's she gone 0 for 8. She's been nominated 8 times and hasn't won. But she did have a funny moment where she like did the... You guys don't know this, but did the, the butt, which is like a dance, and she shook her what? ass on television. The butt. It's a song. Oh. I got the butt. You got. You could probably <laughs> find it on Twitter. Uh, and that was. I just add that. Like, one of the things that I think kept me hanging on to the Oscars is because following it online, like following it on Twitter, is also like Twitter is funnier than the actual show is. Like that. Yeah, I mean, I always I, for the past couple of years, I've always watched like a live tweet. Of yeah. Twitter, because that's or a live tweet of the Oscars. Not live uh, tweet of Twitter. <laughs> So yeah, Glenn Close had a really funny moment. Uh, the I can't I can't I'll mispronounce her name. I'm not going to say her name, but the uh, the grandmother in Minari, the actress who played the grandmother in Minari, give it a whirl. She she actually made a point that like people mispronounce her name, so I apologize. <laughs> she said people in the West always mispronounce her name. Yoon 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 Young Jung, I believe is how you pronounce it. I could be Google widely it. off. Google I'll, I'll try. Yoon Yoon Jung. Yeah. Yu-Jung? Yoon Yoo Young or something like that, I can't. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so she won. She had a really touching moment. And honestly, this is no joke. Like, the best moment from last night, I shit you not, I'm ashamed to say this because they're a heartless, evil corporation as I use their browser every day. Uh, oh. Google had this commercial about a coda, a child of a deaf adult. It's like a minute and a half long. No joke. Had me in tears. Aw. It was so touching. There are certain things in commercials make me cry every time. And I think I'm just becoming a little bitch, but also like. Steven shakes his head. (laughs) (laughs) I have realized that like, so I used to think that I was this big old badass, right? And like, I'm coming to the terms with with the fact that like, I cry a lot. You can be a badass and still cry. Like, didn't I mind crying? I I am. I'm, you know, I'm still a badass, but I'm a badass that cries a lot. I'm a, like, I'm especially a, like like seal videos, like videos of seals just existing. Not, not not the singer, not uh, not a no, no. kiss from a rose. <laughs> no, uh, not, not what was it? Heidi Klum's ex-husband? Is that is that who that? Yes, that is seal. The relation, yeah. Um, not him. Like actual like seal. fat blubbery walrus without tusks. Okay. Uh, were you listening to Yoon Yoon Jung? Yoon Yoon Jung. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that was the best moment. I, I felt like I, I'm a capital S soft boy. Like I'm just like I cry so easily, and I've only gotten better. It's only happened. It's only gotten easier the older I get because I'm just like, man, life is hard, and there's a bunch of sad shit out there, and sometimes you just gotta have a cry. Don, we should have crying parties. Let's just get uh, together no, and watch that no, thing. that's the thing. To save some facet of my manlyhood, I only cry alone. Like I don't cry around other people, and I do it when I know there's no one around me, and I just let it out. Yeah, 
I call it, I call it grown man crying. You just got to cry sometimes, but you do it alone and you don't let, and you don't let anyone see you cry. All right. You just make sure you do it in the privacy of your own home. Uh, you mean in the privacy of the work bathroom? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never cried there, but I have cried never multiple cried times. at work? What the fuck is wrong with you? No, I've I cried cry in movie work. theaters. I've cried several times in movie theaters. Well, that's because movies are sad. It, wait, I, I just got to, I'm need to ask you. Is it because of the movie? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I almost cried when you stole my fucking popcorn. No, I just felt like it was an important question. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the main topic for tonight. Oh, yeah. So the last episode I did, I believe, was a reaction to WandaVision. I've, had, I've invited you both on to talk about... Uh, we're going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Anyway... We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go through it. We're gonna give our reactions. We're gonna talk non spoilers first, and then we're gonna have full spoilers. So I'll be sure to mark when the spoilers start. Um, so yeah, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was great. I really enjoyed it. You guys binged it. You guys watched it over the weekend. I watched it week to week because I can't. I gotta watch it. Like I got. I gotta get my fix early Friday mornings. Like I did the same thing with WandaVision, and I'll do the same thing with Loki. Like watch it before work starts on Friday. And uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was a great runtime, six episodes, 40, 40, 40 to 50 minutes long, great performances. What did y'all think? Uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, so I'm going to preface this by saying that I am incredibly biased because Bucky Barnes is my Marvel crush. <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Um, no, Bucky Barnes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I I very much enjoyed it. I thought that it had a a good. I could I could do it with a lot more humor. I like humor in my uh in my everything. Um, okay. So I, I could have done with a lot more like witty banter between Bucky and Sam. In a uh, show that had, pl- I thought the show had plenty of witty banter. I could, I could always do for more because it it gets me going. I thought the action was was good. Mm-hmm. Um. I enjoyed the storyline. I really enjoyed the quote-unquote villains because mm-hmm. um, I thought they were really endearing. Yeah, I, I dig it. I thought it was it had a good runtime of six episodes, as you said. Yeah. Uh, I think any longer, and it might have been a little too like drawn out. Yeah. Um, and then it also left you not left you hanging, but left you. It left themselves with plenty of doors to still go through for season two. Yeah. Okay, Stephen, what did you think, man? I know you've been waiting to talk about this. What do you what, what did you think about the show uh, overall? I I I can tell you my I think my biggest complaint about it was its lack of explanations for a lot of things. If you didn't like if you didn't like just recently watch something that explained the backstory of it all, mm-hmm. there were quite a few times where I'm like, who the hell is this person? Why are they doing this? What like what's going on? Okay. I, I felt like the, the best comparison I can give you, and, and maybe I'm the only one that thinks this, but it reminded me a lot of Harry Potter, the sixth movie. Okay. Where if you read the books and you already like knew going in, like kind of what was going on, I thought it was really easy to follow. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't, you're going to be like, I, there's a lot of things that you're either missing or that maybe I might need a refresher on that I don't feel like the show really provided. Because mm-hmm. I, I think after like what was it episode four episode five I'm like let's let's stop like I, I'm yeah I'm, we have to go back and read the wiki on like Zemo yeah I'm like I'm generally lost like I don't remember who he was I, I, 
Yeah, that's see, that's I like that's that's hard for me because like I'm so dedicated to it. Like I follow it. Like I'm I I, I listen to a podcast about it. Like I I'm, I'm so up to date on the MCU. Like I know what's coming. Like I know like what's what's down the line. I know who everybody is. And when like there's some there's a couple of characters that show up that you know new characters that show up. I'm like holy shit, that's 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 so and so. And I'm like oh crap. That's awesome. Like the the main villain, I guess Carly Morgenthau. Like that's a real character in the comics. So like I I, I keep tabs on it. And so so you would you consider yourself like a, a, a like I know you're a fan of the MCU and you're a fan of the Marvel movies. But would you say you're more of a laissez faire kind of a a passive well, very, fan? I'm very casual. I'm very yeah. casual. I, if you brought me to like a trivia night, I'd be like I don't, I don't bring it down. Okay. Like, she had to. She had to tell me that Zemo was was the villain in what was it, Civil, Civil War, War? I think. Civil War, yeah. Like, that. like I, I did. A, I haven't seen the movie in a while. I wouldn't know. She she rewatched. I, it yeah, I pandemic. did a chronological rewatch during the pandemic, so I'm a little, at least a little bit more familiar than him who hasn't watched a Marvel movie since Endgame came out. <laughs> I think it's true. For the record, Thor oh. Ragnarok is absolutely the best. I uh, disagree. I think How? it's either. How? I, I think it's uh, either Guardians of the Galaxy two or Civil War, but I mean Endgame is obviously the best. But like, I think well, that's not true. I mean, it's the best for firewood or making a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! If, if oh someone man. was like, "I'm gonna make a movie that's specifically written for Rachel," Thor Ragnarok is it? Like, oh but my god! <laughs> Disclaimer: I actually I don't think I've seen all of the the Marvel movies on top of that so that's also probably why there's a bit where i'm like oh shit that's true i have never seen a single hulk movie well there's only been one hulk movie in this universe well well, but you know in the previous iterations of hulk never seen any of those either not really much to say not really much to say they're not available on any streaming platform because so i couldn't actually watch them because i was sure as fuck wasn't going to rent them for money yeah uh so you, but you guys have seen some Marvel things, Rachel more so and more frequent, more recently than Steven. Would how would you compare it to uh, your general like expectation for Marvel stuff? Like, did you say it met, exceeded, or was like lower than what y'all were I, expecting? I thought, I thought the last episode met a lot. Of, I, I I really liked it. I know you said it was only okay, or it was a fine quote unquote ending. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was my my favorite of the bunch. They finally put a cherry on top, wrapped it all up, and it had a lot of action. And it, had, it felt like a, it felt like Marvel. The mm-hmm. first three kind of didn't to me. I, I don't know. It, it, I felt like the first three episodes were honestly slower than the first three of one. And I thought oh, wow. it was very slow. So. Okay. Rachel, how did you think it stacked up to the rest of the what we've gotten so far? I think it's, it's about on par with everything else. Yeah, um, that's fair. I was glad that it wasn't as sad as WandaVision was. Jesus Christ, thanks for the heads up that it was fucking sad. <laughs> thanks for your shrugging on camera that no one can see. I'm like, what are you... I, 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 you just well, talked I mean, about having a good cry earlier. Nobody wanted to ruin it. God, like, fuck, man. Okay. No, but I... I it was good. It, like, it had... Hmm, I, can't, I can't put into words what I'm trying to say. I thought the the fight choreography was really good. Yeah, I think it had. I think great a lot action. of a lot of times 
movies and TV shows will have really bad fight choreography, and it's yeah. very obvious when it's bad fight choreography. But I yeah. feel like all of it was was really good. It, it didn't feel like a choreographed fight when I was watching it. It felt, mm-hmm. I guess, quote unquote, authentic. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the action. I really loved, like, even with WandaVision, and we can kind of compare and contrast because they're very different shows. And I think Loki, which is coming out in June, yeah, June, uh, that's obviously going to be wildly different as well. Like, that's going to be more time travel, alternate dimensions, like kind of a Doctor Who kind of like show. But uh, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, it's going to be trippy as fuck. But uh, what I really love, especially with WandaVision and with this, like, I feel like they're, they're, they're spending the money. Like, I don't feel like it's like, see, did y'all watch any of the Netflix Marvel shows? Uh, I didn't. I, they didn't have a lot oh, of wait, shit. Give me, give me a, a Daredevil, oh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Thank you. I, I, started, I watched a little bit of Jessica Jones. Um, I think I, I, I start, Oh shit! What's that one with the um with the the fucking guy with the dragon and the, the shit? The white Iron guy? Fist. Iron yes, Fist. that one. Did so, not care for it. So I watched all of them, like literally all of them, except yeah. Jessica Jones season three. By that time, the show had been canceled. And I was just like, I'm not wasting my time on this. Yeah. And I, the, the, what I really love, especially with WandaVision and with this, like they're, bre- they're brief, like six, like, like this was six episodes, 40 minutes each. So like, what is that? Like four and a half, somewhere around there, like four and a half hours, right. somewhere around there. Uh, let me tell you, the Netflix shows were 13 episodes hour long. And God, just getting through those was just, especially like the back half, like the where where it started the tail end of the, the the just too much shit. And like it, it had action. Those those shows had action, and those shows like had pretty impressive stuff. But it was a more grounded like hallway fight. They shot in New York, which was cool, but like a lot of it was like just you know regular dudes in costumes beating up other regular dudes. Yeah. And uh, there was some special effects, but not really. And uh, don't get me wrong, with most of them, like Daredevil season, the three seasons of Daredevil, season one of uh, Jessica Jones, both seasons of Luke Cage, in my opinion, were good. None of the Iron Fist was good. Don't waste your time. Iron Fist is terrible. I, uh, yeah, I didn't, didn't enjoy it. It's really bad. I, but I really love that these are really concise, streamlined stories, you know, I feel like WandaVision could have been more, you know, than nine episodes, like half hour episodes, but whatever. I just really love that. Like they spend the money, they don't waste my time and they're just, they're good. And it's really, really fun. Like they're, I think both shows were fun. Uh, I take it. Y'all didn't, I didn't have y'all wanted to talk about WandaVision, but y'all watched it and y'all binged that one as well. Did y'all not particularly like that one as well? No, I, I like WandaVision. Oh, I like it a lot. I yeah. actually, I think I like, I think I liked WandaVision more than, Oh, okay. Agreed. But I also, I, I really like Wanda. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was, I, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a really good cap on the story of Wanda and Vision's relationship. And I, I don't know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, you had the, the whole, the whole sad thing. And it was, I was, it was sad as shit. And, and it was sad, but after, after, after Endgame and whatever the name of the one before it was, um, uh, Infinity War. Yeah, with all the with all the impact of those two movies, it was it was nice to see like, hey, like, you know, they kind of have like a human side to these these superheroes that like they have feelings too, and you kind of get like, hey, like she she took this extra hard, and yeah. this whole the whole idea of this world that she created 
in itself is it was pretty cool. I really I really enjoyed it, and then combine that, like I said, with with just playing off of their relationship, I thought it worked really well. Yeah, uh, I, speaking of crying, ball my eyes out when spoiler alert. If you haven't seen uh, WandaVision, you might want to skip ahead. When she's like, we said goodbye several times. We'll say hello again. Like bawling, just crying. It was crazy. I love. I feel like that that video from like 2006 or whatever with that guy's like, leave Britney alone. Chris Coco, I think his name. (laughs) Yeah, man. Wanda had it rough, man. Wanda, like Wanda and Bucky, have had like the worst luck of like anyone in the Marvel universe. uh, unless you have anything else to say, y'all ready to get into spoilers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. If you're listening to this, turn it off. If you haven't watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, spoilers one, two, three, let's go. Uh, yeah, I love that the new Captain America, Captain not Captain. only is the actor from New Orleans, shout out, uh, hometown, but he's also just like the characters from Louisiana, like the first episode where they drop, where they name drop LSU. I was like, <laughs> that's my school i graduated from there hey hey uh i i really loved I, the isaiah bradley story like i i think the episode yeah. five was my favorite episode of the show when sam goes to talk to isaiah bradley when he's like up in the fence about becoming captain america mm-hmm. and uh i'll let y'all talk about it before i talk about why i was let down by the last episode uh, but what did y'all think about like John Walker, Isaiah Bradley, Sharon Carter? What did y'all, what did y'all think about a bunch of the characters and Zemo, of course? So I, I think, oh man, John Walker, he was, oh man. So whoever his actor is did a, an amazing job. Wyatt Russell, son of yeah. uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Absolutely amazing. He makes you fantastic. Really um, I was actually, a li- so I feel like the the Marvel movies, for what they are, they're not incredibly violent for what they are. Yeah, right? they're not. Yeah, that's absolutely but true. The scene where John Walker like literally crushed the fucking dude with the shield, I was like, I was in shock because that is easily the most violent killing of any any person, anything yeah. in what Marvel's given us so far. Yeah, um, definitely. It it like it border. I mean, they didn't show it so much per se, but like I would borderline say that that would give it like warrant an R rating almost. Yeah, the and, image like, the at the uh, so public and like ah, uh, it gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like, yeah, the image the image at the ep- the end of the episode where it's literally cap shield dripping in blood. You're like yeah, and there and with oh, like. Shit. And, Everyone's got their phone. Like everyone's. Oh my god. Yeah. I, well, that is a, that is a very powerful scene, uh, especially for Marvel standards when it comes to violence. Yeah. Let's not forget that not even five minutes before Lamar was it was it Lamar? Is it, I think the right yeah, name? Battlestar. Yeah. Okay. Battlestar, Battlestar gets smacked in the face by a super soldier. His head smashes on the ground, and there's no blood. There's there's no there's no like oh no my head's swollen and then like oh no he's dead. But then we go outside, and now there's blood. Now we want to show somebody getting mauled by a shield. It's just like they are for like, kids. I get it. It was a great scene. It was powerful. And by Marvel standards, that is like off the wall violent. But like mm-hmm. right before that, you you had Marvel standard violence. Then you're like, you know what? For this next one, let's fuck it. Let's just show some blood. Okay. So what did y'all think about 
I mean, I guess Steven, you're not that familiar with him, but Zemo, I really like Zemo coming back. I like Daniel Brule. Uh, thought he was great. Although, oh, like when, dude, when uh, Io, I think her name's Io in the show, the Dora Milaje showed up, that was like the big moment where I was like, oh shit, that's fucking, oh my God, dude. Yeah, like, I was also like, ah. I know, I was like, oh shit. I really, I really enjoyed Zemo. I wish we would have had him more, but you know, He's going to the raft. I think they're gonna they're setting up the Thunderbolts, which is a whole other thing. I didn't really give a shit about Sharon Carter. Like people, like I have a friend that was legitimately surprised that she was power broker. I'm like, who the fuck else would it have been? Like who? Like you didn't see that coming? Like that was. And I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think in the comic book she actually becomes in prior history becomes power broker. I'm not that familiar with Sharon Carter, Agent Thirteen. Uh, so she may become power broker in one of the storylines, but who knows? Uh, but I was like, that was like, who else could it have been? They didn't set up anybody else. Although they did have a random as fuck cameo from Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That was like, oh. I didn't like, why? Why are you here? Like, I, well, it's. Who, 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 who that? Uh, she is, uh, I have her name. Hold on. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She's um, pretty. She used to work with Nick Fury, at least in the comics, and she used to work for Shield. And she went bad. She's literally one of her aliases is Madam Hydra. So she's a bad lady. She's basically like the evil version of uh, Nick Fury. And fun fact, because of the pandemic, Black Widow got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was supposed to show up in that first. Like she was oh, supposed okay. to show up in that. And then, I mean, she still might be in the film that comes out in July. So I think it would have had a bigger impact if things had happened in their natural planned order, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just, I feel like she shows up, says like eight lines and leaves and then nothing really happens. Yeah. It was random. And again, I'm not going to front. Like I had to look her up. I was like, where do I know that? I know that name from somewhere. I was like, I don't remember her character, uh, but she's like, you know, she's not, she's not like this big name in the, I mean, fuck. The fact that, like, you guys don't understand. The fact that we have U.S. agents in a TV show, I was just like, what world do I live in where U.S. agent is on my television screen right now? Like, I'm like, that's fucking random as hell. I do enjoy that we're getting into, you know, so, like, obviously you have your, like, top tiers. Like, you've got your Iron Man, your Hulk, your, 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 like, main five. And yeah. then you have, you know, kind of like your your lesser knowns, like you know, you've got your your Bucky, your Falcon, your you know Wanda, Vision. Sure. Um, and now they're going like even deeper, and I, I like oh, yeah. that. That's like, a th- give, give me the weird, obscure heroes and tie them into a storyline. Oh me. man, that's what I, I think. That's what I love about the Guardians so much. It was the fact that like I'm not a Guardians fan. I wasn't a fan of their comics. Like I don't think anybody really was. But the fact that fucking we got Groot and Rocket are like like people across the world know Groot like that's so fucking wild to me there's like and it's about to get even weirder because y'all we're getting to the Eternals in the in November and I don't think anybody's ready for the Eternals like the Eternals is going to be like wow we're really doing this uh so yeah I I really I really liked I I don't really I can't say I really liked John Walker I really liked Wyatt Russell he was really good did you ever see the movie Overlord no it's on Hulu. Y'all should check it out. He's basically, it's a World War II like horror movie. And well, it's not really that horrific. And I, I just want to clarify it's not that we like John Walker at all. Yeah. It's more of a credit to Wyatt Russell. And how yeah. Good he was uh, yeah. It's how excellent. Yeah. He's excellent. 
Yeah, uh, I thought he was really good in it, but I was just like, I was kind of disappointed. That was one of the things I was disappointed about. How did y'all feel about the dynamic between Bucky and, I mean, they weren't like, they weren't friends. Like Bucky and fucking Sam Wilson aren't like friends. They knew a guy. No, no, they, they, were just, were, they were like thrown together because, because they had a mutual friend and like, you know, I mean, I feel like that actually kind of, I don't know, not happens in real life, but like, I feel like it's a, a common enough scenario where like, you know, you're, you're thrown into doing something with someone that you don't really know that like at all just because you know you have a, a bestie together yeah I, I thought two fully grown adults could have just put that set of shit aside and just made it work a lot better than they did um, yeah. i felt a lot i thought sometimes i was like y'all like just get over it just just go beat the bad guys it's like top with this childish shit oh they had i mean they bucky's allowed to have problems <laughs> <laughs> bring your hair back dude yeah, he should, yeah, he needs to do that though. Oh, I think he's fine with the he short was, hair. Everything. He just doesn't look like a badass anymore. Long hair works for him. He was like the ultimate badass with that long hair and his silver arm. Mm-hmm. Now he's got the black arm, which is cool, but his short hair kind of makes him look like a like a regular guy, and it just I don't yeah. know, aesthetically, it's just not as like oh, that's that's Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really I'm like them. Yeah, I really like them together because you can tell that they they seem at least seem to be really good friends outside of the show, and uh, I, I I think that they were like the probably my favorite part of the show was them when they were together. And I re- again, I really love that Sam becomes Captain America because like there was talk that maybe he just abandons like this is it, no more Captain America. I really like that he does that. I, 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 again, I'm just really happy that Sam Wilson is fucking Captain America. I, but then again, I don't know about y'all, but I felt like it was kind of redundant. Like I mean. I get why they did the show, but I was like, we. I generally accept that he was going to be Captain America at the end of Endgame, and this was just like, I get like, okay, so let me talk about. I'll just go off on it now. Why I was disappointed with the last episode. Um, it just felt safe. Like it just felt like again, this is comics. You don't really change the status quo in comics. Like you got to keep the same story going. You can do minor changes. You can like change a costume or like you know retcon some shit, but you don't. You don't ever really change the status quo in uh, a comic. And if you do, inevitably it gets, it gets undone. Like that's just, they got to keep the show going. The, well, the I mean, characters every, going. everything in comics gets undone. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is no permit. There really is no uh, fun fit. Fun fact of a uh, little bit of comic book history. Basically like everyone who died in comics were, always came back right like that's the it was a joke that like nobody really dies in comics except historically for years years there were two big examples the two people that never came back from death uncle ben who still to my knowledge has not come back uh i haven't read comic i haven't read spider-man comics in a while but no uh and the other one that is since come back at the beginning of the early 2000s, who's in this show, Bucky. For years, like, Bucky died, I think, in the 50s or the 60s. Like, I can't – I don't remember Captain America history that well. But for years, Bucky never came back. So, for years, it was those two are never allowed to come back. And a little bit of comic book history, it was quite controversial at the time when they did bring Bucky back. So, now Uncle Ben's the lone guy who never fucking comes back. Um, yeah. I, I just – one, okay, let me start with John Walker. I thought it was kind of disappointing that he gets rehabilitated. Like he kind of like 
I wanted him to go full heel to borrow a wrestling term. Like I thought that like, I wanted him to go full villain. Like at the end of that episode, that episode where he's like, do I chase Carly or do I save the truck? I feel like it was almost too fast. Like you don't go through like a change of heart. Well, or like a, yeah. Like you don't have this revelation just like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was very quick that he went from like murderer to, yeah, to like yeah yeah to, to, to your point let me let me remind the audience that this is this is only a six episode season so there's yeah. not so much you can do with it and at the end of the day he he wasn't the quote unquote antagonist he he wasn't the real problem so. and I guess he wasn't really even ever truly a bad guy like he also at like again a kind of a, a direct parable to the you know our actual main characters he was just doing what he believed was the right thing yeah murder somebody in cold blood. but he yeah. well because he thought that that was the right thing to avenge his you know his best friend his partner's death death murder whatever you want to call it i mean a lot of villains can say the same thing yeah and so that's that's what makes a villain kind of more compelling is that they're not doing evil just because it's evil they're doing evil because they think that it's right like thanos yeah. that shit too like he thought he was helping the world, like the universe, by yeah, you know, ru- uh, getting rid of like, I don't shit. Half of what's the, word? Uh, what's the fucking uh, genocide, mass no, murder. No, he, was, he was trying to get rid of. He's trying to fix all the overpopulation. Overpopulation and like resource inequality. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So like so- he was trying to fix a problem that you know does need fixing. Not I- like that, but. I just thought he would go for Carly in that situation because he was like, I need to get her. She's the bad guy. I don't need to save them. Like, I just, I thought that they played it safe. Like, I thought they were like, well, we can't make him too evil. And I was just like, not yet. Uh, not yet. Uh, and the other thing, going down that yeah. And the other thing was like the Isaiah Bradley stuff. I really love that. That's that probably my second favorite part of the entire show is just like seeing that. Cause like that's based on the comic book line, uh, truth, red, white, and black. It's a, it's a uh, early 2000s, I believe, uh, comic book line. Let me throw something else at you now that yeah. I'm thinking about it. So the people in that truck were part of the, the GRC? Yes. Right? Yeah. Couldn't you also make the argument that they're kind of part of the problem? Yeah, I think that's the point of, of uh, Sam's speech at the well, end. Yeah, like, yeah, Sam lecturing them at the end, being like, yeah. man, do better. Okay, mm-hmm. so if he doesn't save them, I mean, they're quote-unquote innocent people who died, but it's just like... I don't know, like, he kind of picked, maybe in his own mind, he picked the the worst of the two evils to save, if you think about it. Because I don't really think Carly was all that evil. I, just, I, I truly believe that, yeah, I truly believe that, like, she was just, just a radical who was really fighting for what she wanted to believe in, and just maybe the ways that she went about it were a bit much, but... I agree, I, I agree. Just, just a different way to think about it. I agree. I just thought that he was her target. She was his target. And I thought that at the end of the day, his job was getting the job done, not necessarily saving people. And I just expected him to be like the inverse of Steve Rogers, basically, where he'd be like the antithesis or the uh, the uh, the foil to Steve Rogers. It's just like Steve Rogers would have saved the truck and let Carly go. I thought they were going to play it as like, no, he's not like Steve Rogers. He's he will go get they Carly instead of yeah, yeah, I mean, they made that. Yeah. Again, worth noting that he he did show up in the Captain America outfit. And he yeah. Captain America shield. So for what it's worth, I mean, he's, he was <laughs> fucking flimsy ass shield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
It looked like it was like stitched together badly. Uh, it was really dumb. But, but my Isaiah Bradley thing, it was the fact that like we've seen this character I think a few times in the show. I mean, like you said, Steve, it's only six episodes, but like it was the fact that like he had a he had this like baggage and he had this bitterness and this grudge against the United States military and the United States as a whole to a point. And like just because he gets his own exhibit in the in the Captain America wing of the Museum of the Smithsonian, wherever it is, he's kind of cool with it now. I'm just like, I thought he literally said, don't bring my name up. I'm dead to the world. Don't worry about me. And it was the fact that like, like they decided to like, oh, well, we need to give him the recognition. And then he's just kind of cool with it. I, I was well, expecting him to be more against that, I guess. Well, I, I guess, I mean, I understand what they were going for. I mean, the statue, this, seeing that statue in the museum would imply that one, he's dead which is exactly what Isaiah wanted. And also, it also shares his story of, like, all the fucked up shit that he did. So it, it, it accomplishes both things. It's like, yeah. hey, look, this happened, and he's dead. Quote, you know, air quotes, dead. So, I mean, I can see it. And then, plus the fact that that, um, that Falcon, or Captain America, or Captain Falcon, Falcon Punch! Falcon Punch! Captain Falcon, uh, you know, had been, like, had been, like, kind of, while he was, while he went to Isaiah to get, you know, kind of some guidance and to just get his opinion and thoughts on everything. I mean, at the same time, he was also pushing back to be like, I think I should do this. I think this is the right thing kind of deal. So, you know. Making his own decisions. Yeah, I think, I think again, he finally convinced Isaiah to like, hey, this is, this is something worth fighting for. And I can make the two things that, that you wanted, or at least, at least one of them that remain dead. Yeah. Um, a reality. So, I didn't have any problem with it. I thought I thought maybe getting the statue that quickly was kind of a bit like okay, but I mean technically it works. Yeah, I could have used like the last episode was like forty minutes. I could have used like an additional ten minutes where he's just. I, I just felt like it was quick. It was a little rushed in my opinion. Like I don't mind him, like having a cathartic moment, relenting, kind of like accepting like what happened to him. But it was the fact that it happened kind of so easily that I was like okay. All right. I mean, whatever. Again, I, I really love this show. Episodes. If that's what you're gonna be, if that's what you're gonna make it, you can only do so much. Yeah. I, I enjoy resolution, and so I would have, I would have dug like an additional, I don't know, thirty minute episode of resolution. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, again, I, I really had fun with the show. I just felt like it was another safe ending, and I kind of had the same feelings about Wandavision. I was like, season finale was. It was fine. I, I I thought that I was expecting a little bit more, maybe something more drastic. But I, I was like, agree for Wandavision. I'll agree. I'll agree for Captain Falcon, but we well, are. Yeah, we are not. Well, I I just I, my I other think, yeah. I, go ahead. I, I, I don't think they like. I mean, they didn't really pull any punches for Wanda. Like she, poor girl needs therapy. Yeah, I, I just I thought that the whole vision thing kind of bothered me that like vision shows up the second, the, the white vision shows up and he just fucks off. I'm like, wait, where the fuck is he going? Like what, why is he leaving right now? And I was just, I, I, I have to look at, I have to really think about the, the finale of WandaVision to bring up specific grievances, but that was a big thing. Uh, I did a pod on it. So you guys, if you want to, if anyone listening wants to hear my thoughts about WandaVision, please listen to that episode. Yeah, I, again, I had fun with it. I really enjoyed it. I just felt like it was another safe, like they got the bad guy. I mean, he was already kind of Captain America, but now he's definitely Captain America. And, you know, I just, I was like, yeah, we got some things done, but also I don't think a lot of things changed. 
But then again, like I said, with comics, nothing really changes. They just got the next chapter. Story 2.0. Yeah. It was fun seeing Zemo again. Sharon Carter, I didn't really care about. Like, I'm like, oh, I guess I was happy for that. Like, Stephen, you don't, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but like, Winter Soldier, Civil War, she really didn't have anything to do. Like, she was kind of like a forgotten, like an afterthought character. So I was happy that, like, I actually gave her shit. I don't remember much about her. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, do y'all have anything else to say? Like, I was was happy with it. I really enjoyed it. I really liked what we got. I just felt like it ended in a less satisfactory way than I wanted. But overall, I loved it. I thought it was great. But they got got a lot of different foots they can stand on moving forward. Yeah they're going to make another season at least uh, well i did want to mention that that was going to be my question to y'all i don't know if they're making another season but like the afternoon after it released the last episode released they announced that they're making a fourth captain america film with you know anthony mackie as lead i I imagine sebastian stan Uh and other people will be showing up so i don't know if they're making another season i hope they make another season but it looks like they're going to be making a they are i'd rather rather them do another season because as long as it connects to the end of, the, oh yeah, I'm sure it will. I mean, they can do ring, do whatever. I, I just, I was just saving that like they, they clearly have a few different avenues that they can explore. Like the whole, the whole, I, I guess was it was a U.S. agent, whoever that that lady was yeah. that, that approached. Um, yeah, just call her Madam Hydra. That's pretty much everyone's gonna yeah, call her Madam, Madam Hydra, Hydra, who approached Great Value Captain America at the end. There, like we didn't get a whole lot. Of that, so they <laughs> Great value. Like, need that. And then, like, you know, Zemo's in the raft, but, like, they can easily break him out or incorporate him a bunch of ways. So, like, they got to break him out. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they only took 15 seconds to break him out of whatever facility uh, he was in previously. I mean, I don't know what's, what's another 15. So, yeah. they, they have a lot of different ways they can go. If they, if they put it in a movie, that's fine. That's great. I think I'd rather prefer it in a movie than another six episodes of that. Not not that it was bad, but I think I'd prefer yeah. a movie than, than that. But they, they've got, they definitely got avenues they can take that'll be interesting. So you you're 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 cool with whatever as long as it continues, and of course it's a Marvel movie, it will continue. But Rachel, you you're not necessarily thrilled about a two hour, two and a half hour movie. You'd prefer a TV yeah, show. Yeah, I'd prefer just a second season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I can really put into words why. Um, I guess I I, I like the. I think I, I like the. The movies as like one continuous storyline okay and i feel like if you're breaking off from that storyline just do a different thing okay well well that's what i'm saying as long as they that's what i said is or what i was trying to get as long as they pick up like if they make the movie about essentially what's next after the end of the show i you know i'm fine with that if that's what they want to do yeah like don't don't make a movie after that and it'd be a totally different storyline with other things and then like continue the show later. That seems, I don't know, it seems odd. It's just like, all right, where, where does this movie fit in on like a timeline? Yeah. I don't really know what the plan is as far as that. Cause if they're going to shoot it, they're probably going to shoot it beginning of next year. So that probably won't come out until 2024. I mean, they got a loaded, like I, in the previous episode, I ran through all the, the, what, what's planned on, on the slate. Like obviously the rest of this year we have, uh, Loki, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, which looks awesome. That trailer looked great. Uh, we got the Eternals. We got a uh, Hawkeye show that's coming out late this year. And then we have Spider-Man also coming out, I think, in December, like uh, Christmas season. So, I mean, that's – Yeah. Black Widow is what I'm probably most looking forward to. 
Yeah, that's just a curiosity at this point. Like, it's been delayed so long that it's just like, God, we just want to get it out the way. And uh, and then early next year, they have uh, Doctor Strange and the uh, Multiverse of Madness, which Wanda will be in. So that's that's her next adventure. Uh, so I'm really excited about all of those. Um, I mean, do you have anything else to say about Captain America in the well, – I guess, yeah, Captain America and the Winter Soldier now. Captain Falcon, the Winter Soldier. Captain Falcon, the Winter Soldier. Falcon, hot. Uh, I think that's. It was good. If that if that guy at the end, you know, you know, they had that cheesy little thing where it's just like, oh, it's the Black Falcon. No, it's it's Captain America or whatever. Like, yeah. if, oh, if yeah. that guy would have said, if somebody would have been like, oh, is that Captain Falcon now? I would have lost my shit. It's like, <laughs> yes, that is Captain Falcon. I, I thought it was it was a great show. It was fun. I don't think I liked it as much as WandaVision because I really liked how experimental and just how like I didn't know what like pretty much everything that I expected to happen in the season finale of Falcon the Winter Soldier, pretty much everything happened happened. I was like, okay, well that wasn't that surprising. But like week to week with WandaVision, I was like, what the fuck? All we knew is like what what all we knew all I knew going in each week was okay, this is this decade of sitcom but like what the fuck is happening uh oh yeah the 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 evan peters thing really bugged me about the wandavision i remember like really not liking that fake out i was just like oh man what you just don't what are you doing like that just feels like you were just fucking with us like but uh i, but I thought I really, it was a little a little clever i don't know or i, I get tongue-in-cheek maybe i don't know it just it felt like stunt casting and i was like i don't if you're gonna bring them in, do something with them other than just make a boner joke, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I'm really excited about the future. Do you have anything else to say about the show or Marvel or anything like that? Any, Rachel, what anything in particular you're looking forward to for the rest of the year? Oh gosh. Um I'm excited about Loki. I think it'll be it'll be fun. I think yeah, it'll definitely. be similar to WandaVision in that it'll be a, a little bit more fun and kind of not lighthearted because yeah. I don't necessarily think one of the vision was truly lighthearted, but I think it'll be in a similar vein, just a little bit more light, I guess, than because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a I don't know, I feel like Captain America the Winter Soldier was very serious. Like I feel yeah. like they dealt with, with serious topics and I feel like they, they they went through like serious character development and like yeah, they, they had some fun with it, but it wasn't overall. I wouldn't call it a fun little mini series. Well, let me let me ask y'all this: Did y'all? I mean, we're all white people in this, so like, I, I did you get something out of the topic of like? I mean, I don't think they've ever shied away from race in Marvel, but they have never really addressed serious, you know, social issues of the time. Like they did, they did step into it. They did introduce that into this. Did y'all get something out of it, or do you think that was superfluous or like racist? I, mean, I, yeah. I, I think it's a really relevant topic right now because I feel yeah, like it's, it's something that needs to be talked about because, you know, I, I thought, um, oh God, like I, the whole thing with Isaiah, like how the, you know, the black soldiers in like the 50s and such were they weren't really they still they weren't considered citizens right so like oh it's totally fine to just go experiment on them like and that's like you know if he's being the face of it like it's not okay you know i think did he bring up like the tuskegee airmen or was that something was that am i 
going crazy. You made that up. I, I think that like the well, I can tell you truth, red, white, and black is based is like pulled from the Tuskegee experiments. And I think that that's the parallel. Uh, I don't okay. think they necessarily call it out by name in this. No, they didn't, they didn't mention they didn't, Joseph. Okay. Uh, but it's, okay. it's analogous, very, yeah. Yeah, very good analogy because that's exactly where my head went. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's just very relevant to today. Yeah. I, I have obviously some black, we all have black friends, but like, I felt weird. Like, cause one of my, one of my good friends is black. And I was like, I don't want to be the white guy to be like, Hey, ask a black friend. But I was like, Hey man, what did you get out of this? Like, what did you think about this and stuff? I know my stepdad will watch it. He really enjoyed it. I haven't really talked to him like in depth about it. I've been meaning to talk to him, but he, he really enjoyed it. He was like, so Captain America's black now? I was like, yeah. He goes, how about that? I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I enjoy that there's representation of, you know, different minorities. Yeah, like, definitely. Like with it and because it's necessary, you know? Yeah. Like women had their thing in uh that, you know, that that one scene in Endgame, right? Like trash Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I, I, I'm, you know, I teared up when they had like that one shot of like all the different women. I'm right? glad you like, did because I've read, I've heard other people say they were not a fan. They felt it felt, they felt it was shoehorned in and like, I mean, it's a little pandering, but at the yeah. same time, representation is important, you know? Yeah. Like I didn't grow up having like little girl superheroes or, you know, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, right? definitely. I mean, granted superheroes weren't really a thing when I was truly a child. Right. That wasn't. Yeah. The cool thing um but like you know I, I there's i don't know there's all these like truly badass women in these marvel comics right and For like real. fuck yeah so representation is important you know and absolutely even if it is kind of pandering i think it's still needed i don't yeah. know like i i feel like it wasn't it wasn't a bunch of white dudes talking about how we need to, you know, fight racism. Like it was, it, I don't know, it was black men talking about black issues, you know? Yeah. It was, uh, I thought, again, I really loved Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Like anytime they were together, I thought, I think that's my favorite part of the entire show. But the second part was like, I had heard rumors that Isaiah, Bra- I had heard rumors that Isaiah Bradley was going to be in this. But again, you hear a bunch of rumors going into all these Marvel things. You're like, well, we don't know what the fuck is actually going to happen. But it was very nice that they like, they didn't like, they really touched on it. Like they really got into it. And, uh, and it was, it, it was some meaty uh, storytelling, uh, yeah. if I say so myself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to the next topic. We're going to do this. And then we got the questions. Hopefully we'll be out of here by midnight. Hey. So, you know, we, this is the day and age we live in now. It seems like everybody's got uh, a streaming service. I think out of the major – ho- wait, what? I got one. <laughs> you do? Yeah, it's called yeah. Steven Plus. <laughs> it's called, called OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to – I don't want to discourage your potential audience, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen the goods. Not worth it. Not worth yeah, it. Keep, save your money. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I haven't seen the goods. Uh, so he charges for that. 
<laughs> so everybody pretty much has a streaming service this day, these days. And uh, so recently I subscribed to Apple Plus. It's $5 a month. It's not, you know, too expensive. Uh, but I was a really, I heard a lot of great things about the show Ted Lasso. And so I was like, okay, I, I'll do it. I'll, I'll finally cave and just get subscribed to it. And again, it's only five bucks. It's not like your Netflix, which I think is like eight, seventeen dollars now. I have no idea. Uh, no, it's not that high. Uh, may, or maybe mine is. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they charge it. <laughs> but let's, go ahead. Continue. Anyway, so it's not a lot of money, and so I was like, I was so I, I subscribed to this thing, hoping that you know, oh, maybe there's some other stuff on here I've never seen that I would really get into. So I was kind of underwhelmed by this, and I was like man, there's too much shit to watch. And I was just like, there's just, there's too much shit. And so I got to thinking, I was like, man, if you were like, I'm going to, re- we're really excited about Apple Plus, this would be kind of underwhelming. I think outside of like, like Apple and Amazon who aren't two major Hollywood studios, I think Sony is the only one that currently doesn't have its own dedicated streaming service. Uh, obviously Disney, uh, Netflix, uh, Universal has Peacock now, Sorry, Paramount. There. I think CBS uh, Viacom. I don't know the name of it, but I know CBS has one. Well, CBS is owned by Viacom, and that CBS All Access got converted to Paramount Plus, so they're the same thing. Oh, uh, so I was just like, I got a bunch of these, like, oh, and HBO Max, which is owned by Warner Media. So I got to thinking, I was like, man, if I, there's so much shit to watch. Like, what is my favorite? I was like, I think it's Disney Plus, but I was like, Netflix is still pretty good. And I was thinking about like HBO Max. I really love HBO Max as well. So it got me thinking. I was like, what would be the one that if I could only have one, which one would I pick? And it really got, it really was a tough call. So I decided to turn it into a pod topic. So here's the rules. All right. You can only like, you know, no sharing anyone else's like hypothetically, no sharing anyone else's accounts. I'm talking about, you can only enjoy one streaming service. I'm not including YouTube or YouTube TV or any cable providers or anything like that. So no on-demand. So on-demand stuff doesn't really matter like one of the major streaming services granted you can still watch content that may be on other streaming services but you have to like buy the physical media okay does that make sense yeah so like if i wanted to watch the office that's on peacock i would have to buy the seasons of the office also like with what have you yeah with netflix i think you can buy certain seasons of stranger things right so you could still watch the netflix stuff but you have to do it physical copies so Okay, opening it up. I guess, Stephen, you said you knew what you wanted. You knew right off the bat when I mentioned it to you. Which one would you pick? It's Netflix. It's by far Netflix. I, it, and and here's, here's, here's my reasoning why for that. Netflix, at least currently still in 20, 2021, they have their own Netflix original stuff, but they also mm-hmm. have a wide variety of other things from other networks that well, they may not still have them five years from now. That they, hasn't been pulled yet. Yeah, they still have them now. So yeah. Netflix still offers you the largest variety by far of TV shows, both their own and not their own. Um, on top of that, they actually have a very good app. I don't have any issues with their app, but that's the biggest complaint I have with Disney Plus. Their app is absolute shit. Yeah, it's trash. It crashes every, it crashes, it, I think it crashed for us once an episode for Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then previously when we were watching um, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, we would pause the show 
and the, the the video would stop, the audio would keep going for another like. Ooh. I had, we've had so many issues with that app. It's garbage, and that's why I don't really care for Disney Plus. But Netflix, I feel like checks all the boxes. It has a wide range of everything. Everything works perfectly. They have arguably some of the best. Um, like they can, they can, they can get you these 4K TV shows if you have a TV that can play it. Like they've they've got it all. They're still number one. It's still not even close. But five years from now, I don't know. We, that's that's probably up to debate because they're gonna everything's still gonna get pulled off. And yeah, all the networks gonna take their stuff back. But everybody else is still in such an early stage of it. They only mm-hmm. really have their own stuff, but for the most part, it's it's all old stuff. It's nothing new. Yeah, a lot of stuff on Netflix is new. It's not just the same old The Office TV show. Yeah, I'll give you the 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 app. I was like, I think about that like. I didn't really get into Prime very early on because I thought their app, their their uh, user interface was terrible. HBO Max gives me fits. Disney Plus, I was joking with Justin the other day, like, God help you if you want to rewind an episode. Like, rewind, it takes, it just, it's so, it's so glitchy and not seamless at all. But Netflix has it down to, like, a fine wine. Like, it's just so streamlined and so intuitive. Well, okay. first, remember, Netflix has been around since, I think, yes. 2007. Yeah, I think. Earlier than that. Their streaming got, stuff got, really started like what 2010 with House of Cards, like that was their first streaming. Yeah, thing, right? they, I mean, they've, they've got 14 years to perfect this crap, so I mean, it's yeah. better. Does Netflix still do their original business model of sending you DVDs from a list? I think uh, they, or are, I, are they exclusively? I think you can. No, I think, I think they do. Um, so Rachel, Stephen, it seemed pretty simple and clear cut for Stephen. What did you? Do you disagree or do you have a different pick or would you also go on uh, Netflix as well? I'm probably still on the Netflix bandwagon. Um, I, I find that, I don't know, when I'm when I'm sitting down on the couch to mm-hmm. watch something and I don't really know what I want to watch, I tend to open Netflix first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, when I'm, definitely whenever I'm wanting to like fall asleep to something, Netflix is what I go to to, you know, I, right now Shit's Creek is what I, is my go to sleep show. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they have the best, I don't know, neck, like continuing the next episode. Yeah. Right now. Um, I, I guess second choice would be Hulu, but I yeah. Mean, also, like, you know, we're, we're a married couple. If we're, well, almost married couple. If we, you know, I mean, as of right now, I pay for Hulu. He pays for Netflix. You know, we get. And you pay for HBO Max. Best of both worlds, and you pay for Disney Plus. So thanks. Man, look, I got. Uh, that's the other thing. Like, I I have sub- my own personal subscriptions. I think Anthony uses my Netflix. My brother uses my Netflix. I, I I'm the guy. I'm the hookup. I'm the plug. Uh, I mean, dude, if you want Hulu, I got you. Oh, I got Hulu. I got my own no, Hulu shit. thing. If, well, you, if you want to stop paying for Hulu, I have the well, no she, ads. She's got yeah, She's got Adless Hulu. Oh, I also have Adless Hulu, and I have the well, bundle with. Stop paying for that. You can jump on mine because. He well, I also have it part of my bundle with ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. So. I'll do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't see it as this clear cut thing, man. Because I feel like, as much as I enjoy Netflix, especially the user interface, like I was saying, the I, I've noticed a lot of this stuff that I used to go to Netflix for is getting pulled off, like you said, Stephen, and a lot of their original stuff I think is. Like Stranger Things, I was like, I'm dedicated to Stranger Things. And maybe I'm just not thinking of things that I really enjoy. Like Queen's Gambit, I really enjoyed last year. But I I feel like I'm spending less and less time on Netflix. And 
I'm really spending more time on Hulu, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. It was it's tough. The other way, I'm, 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 I find that I'm I'm delving deeper into their mm-hmm. originals, and I I think at least for me, I think Netflix has my style of of shows, and mm-hmm. I can't tell you what that is. It's just that I just feel like when I when I pull up on like a Netflix original that I think I might like, I usually end up I, I usually do like it. It's sad shit. That's your It's not sad shit. It's not all sad shit. So I was really thinking about this because I was like, I feel like my keep it simple, stupid answer would be Disney Plus because it has all the Marvel stuff on it. It's getting more Marvel stuff because it has a deal now with Sony to have the Spider-Man films come out there now. After it has Star Wars, has Mandalorian, it has a whole bunch of shit. But I was thinking the key was I was like, okay, I could still I still own the Star Wars movies, like physical copies. And if I really wanted to, I could rent. I don't feel like movies are the, the the problem because unless it's like exclusive to a specific streaming service, if it's just a regular uh, movie, a traditional movie, you just rent it online for YouTube for like three, four bucks, right? Which isn't, you know, it's not nothing, but it's like also like, I don't, I feel like it's just like, oh, I could, anything, any movie I could just rent. So that's not, so it's more about the shows. I was like, okay, so Mandalorian, you know, uh, the, the Marvel shows, I was like, yeah, that feels like it has the edge. But then I was thinking a lot about like HBO Max. I was like, I really like HBO. I really like a lot of their stuff. Like, I feel like they still come out with some pretty good shows. Uh, what are, what are they, what are they, give me some. Westworld, uh, Lovecraft Country. Uh, I get, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, I really love. I feel like HBO has a lot of great documentaries, a lot of sports docs. So yeah, it was really a tough call. Like, I really, not as 100% sure on any one of them. I also really enjoy Hulu. Like a bunch of Hulu, like I watched, uh, did y'all see that WeWork thing on Hulu? The WeWork documentary? Oh, it was, it was great. I thought it was great. So I was really thinking about it. I feel like I should go with Disney Plus, but... I really think I'd go with HBO Max. Like, I feel like HBO Max has, uh, like, you can say that you you can relate to this, uh, Rachel, is the Ghibli films. It has Turner Classic Movies. It has Adult Swim stuff. And it has, like, South Park. It has a bunch of stuff on there. So I think, like, if I could only go with one, like, only go with one, I think I would go with HBO Max and as long as the Disney, as long as the Star Wars films and Marvel films start coming out, uh, still come out on like physical release, I think I could make it work that way. I would just miss all the shows, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. The, the problem, one of the other problems with Disney Plus is that like, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a number there. I'm sure you can probably get sense if I'm wrong, but I feel like 95% of their content is all stuff that everybody's should have seen already they're just they're just throwing everything and making it like a giant library of like yeah we've ever made but like they don't have all the new content yet they have mandalorian that's one they have wanda with wanda's with them right yeah, yeah. wanda vision yeah so they, have, they, have, they have mandalorian wanda and they have now the the captain america and the winter soldier and those kind of their big three in terms of like new stuff, but that's, that's kind of it. Everything else is, is stuff that's either made 20 years ago or it's a remastered of the same thing. But yeah. I mean, five years from now, yeah, they, they'll, they'll probably run the show with HBO max. But HBO max, I think is already my clear cut number two. They're, they're ahead of everybody else. Except for Netflix right now. Yeah. Um, I think whole Disney Plus's model is based on 
nobody else has these. Like nobody else has these. So like I think that they're the fact that they're exclusive to Disney. I think some random Disney stuff you can get on other places, but pretty much everything is like you want you want those films you grew up on, those cartoons and the Pixar's and all the stuff that you grew up on and you want to show maybe to your kids, you got to get Disney Plus. So I feel like it's all about like we have the vault. We have everything. Netflix doesn't have this shit anymore. You can't you unless you want to watch these movies, you got to rent them one off, and that's get that adds up, right? Because if you yeah. if you rent like say if your kid loves, I don't know, Lion King, you rent it, but you only get it for like forty eight hours, and I think you can only watch it once in that forty eight hour span. So if you want to keep renting it, you got to buy that movie, or you have to keep renting it, and that's that's expensive. Everybody's got their vault though. Everybody's got their own vault. Well, every every network has yeah. their own vault. Yeah, but this, Disney has classically had what they literally refer to as the vault. Yeah. And what they would do for their for like their, I guess, quote unquote classic Disney movies is that they wouldn't sell it for a period of time. So like yeah. the Lion King, they stopped selling it. And you couldn't get the Lion King for a while because it was in quote unquote the vault. And then they they'll like you know they'll take things out of the vault for a few years. And then bring it back to the, and then you return it back to the vault. So like Lady and the Tramp, for example, wasn't yeah. available for the longest fucking time. Like yeah, on home video. Yeah. It. Um, it's called, uh, I think, strategic or manufactured scarcity. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, real quick, I didn't know this. Major products at HBO Max has Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They do. Didn't know that. Yeah, and it's funny because you think about like all the streaming services that are out there now. I was like, it's definitely not Amazon Prime because like, I see, like, I really love the boys. Like, I really love the boys and I need to get into Invincible. I keep telling myself to get in, into Invincible. I think it's like HBO Max, Disney Plus, and then Hulu for me, and then Netflix. Cause I really like Hulu cause they, they have a, they've just integrated with uh, some of ESPN Plus's stuff. So like, you don't have to like sign the ESPN Plus to watch like their documentaries or some of their live sports. You could just get through it through Hulu now, especially if you have the bundle, I believe. Um, and they got a bunch of like random movies that come on. And basically what I do each month, literally at the end of each month or beginning of the month, I look at what's coming on Hulu, Netflix, Disney plus, blah, 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 whatever. I look at them, all the ones that I have. And I'm like, Oh, make a list of like movies I'll want to watch that I haven't seen in forever or something like that. Hulu is really good about it. Yeah. So I, I think, I think this is crazy to say. I think Netflix would be fourth for me, man. Like, I think it would be, yeah, HBO Max, then Disney, then who? Disney Plus and Hulu might switch because, like, I, I honestly only go on Disney Plus to watch the Marvel shows. Like, that's what it. That's, you, you're not, yeah, you're not, you're not a vaulter. Yeah, because I don't like. It's good that I have all these films, all these Marvel films. If I wanted to watch Endgame or. Uh, Captain America Civil War or Guardians whatever I, 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 but here's the thing even before Disney Plus came out the movies the Marvel movies I really loved and wanted to watch pretty much at like the drop of a hat I went out and bought I don't really need to watch all the Marvel films all the time or have or be able to watch them or rewatch them I'm just like oh yeah I remember what happens in that movie um, so yeah I I think it would be like I'll go definitive HBO Max, then Hulu, then Disney Plus, and then Netflix. Those are my those are my. So I'd go HBO Max. I like I like Prime Video if I'm looking for an action film. I think they they that's the only thing I've I've seen on there that I've actually really enjoyed. But I think they're they're far superior in their action movies 
and actually the TV show production. What Jack I know, Ryan, yeah, Jack Ryan, outstanding. Uh, what's that one we looked at yesterday? Do you remember the name? Um, the one with Michael B. Jordan. I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, I saw the trailer for it. Did that come out? Looks phenomenal. Yeah, but they've they've got that down back in like a you know like a just an action like a spy movie shoot them yeah. up. They've they've got they're killing. No, yeah. Fight. Will my stepdad really likes uh, Jack Ryan. He was like he's a big fan of the show. Uh, I gotta watch that one too. I just I feel like there's a bunch of shit on Amazon I don't watch. I'm just like I should watch more of their shit, but I'm like I'm all right. I can I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I think yeah. I only watched Marvelous and Smeagol. Yeah, I heard that was great on though. Prime, on Prime, yeah, it's the only thing I've watched on there. I think you both would really like The Boys. Like The Boys is really good. Like I I I I I missed the first season and then like. I heard so much good shit about it, so I borrowed my brother's Prime, and I watched um, first season. I binged it, and it was excellent. And the second season was also really good. Um, I think y'all would really enjoy it. It's really, really bloody, and it's really intense and really suspenseful. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's wild that like Netflix is the standard. It's top dog, but Disney Plus is catching up with it. Like, I think Netflix has like 200, 250 million global accounts so not necessarily so not necessarily like individual people watching it because we all share accounts now um but they have like 200 million accounts like dedicated accounts and uh mar and disney plus is like up to 100 million so like they're coming and disney plus is only growing yeah well that's why i said if you ask me this question again in five years well this is going to be totally different because once you once you give all these networks especially disney time to like yeah, everyone's pulling their shit once the contracts run out. Yeah, once you get yeah. time to like have multiple things coming out at once with all this new content and stuff like that. Like you go on Netflix now, like they might they might drop like five or six different of their own original series at one time. Yeah. You know, it's weeks worth of material for you to watch. Um, where Disney right now they're just they just they don't have it yet. Yeah. Yet, because I think they eventually will. Because it just but, and also with Disney Plus, we might not necessarily be the the guy the. We might not necessarily be the the demographics for that because we don't have kids. None of us have kids, so like I I wonder what it would be like for people who have kids to be like how valuable Disney Plus to them is, so they can just watch all those kids films. Because I don't really know if any of the other streaming services, I don't know if maybe Paramount because they own Nickelodeon maybe, but like I don't really know any of the other streaming services that have really popular kids programming if that makes sense i mean netflix has their like their section of like family friendly you know movies and tv shows um apparently like coco melon or something has been on the netflix top 10 for the past like year and a half i have no idea what that is yeah it's 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 some kind of like teletubbies bullshit kids it's It's just some like kid show this little this little like baby and he he does all these little songs and tells you the alphabet and your colors and your fruits and stuff like that and it's ridiculous, and I hate it, and I and I'm and I thumbs down it every time, and I just hate that it, it will not. It's the same show. It's only got like one or two seasons. It's nothing new. It will not leave the top ten. It just it just it's still there. It made it up to like fourth over like a couple weeks ago. It's ridiculous. Why are so many people watching this stupid show? Yeah, I feel like I'm too hard on Netflix. Like I feel like after I'm, I'm done with this episode, I'm gonna be on Netflix maybe this weekend and just be like looking at Netflix and be like, oh yeah, like literally. This past week, I rewatched The Last Dance. Like, like over the past like week and a half, I rewatched Last Dance because it came out a year ago. Their content. 
Well, they they co-produced it. Net they was a co it was an ESPN and Netflix production. So it's it's half theirs, I guess. Uh, so half theirs, half Disney. Yeah, and I noticed that because I was telling you all about Hulu, you can watch a bunch of Thirty for Thirties now on Hulu. I was like, oh, Last Dance isn't on here. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, it's on Netflix. So I rewatched that, loved it. Think it's amazing. I know you weren't a big fan of it, but I loved The Last Dance. It was great. I I have Apple Plus. I don't really know if I can share it readily available because it's tied to my Apple account. But if you guys ever did want to watch, I highly recommend Ted Lasso. Season two is coming this summer. Ted Lasso is fucking awesome. Like, it's so good. Like, it was one of those shows that everybody I'd heard, like, talk so much shit about it. Be like, it's so great. It's so endearing. It's so funny. It is legit amazing. Like, it's legit. It's one of those things where you're like, wow, it's as good as everybody fucking says it is. So... If you're ever curious, it's on there. It's like ten episodes, half hour episodes, breezes by like that. And it's it's it, what's it? What's the service? What's it called? It's, it's Apple TV Plus. Or it's just Apple. I think it's Apple Plus. It's Apple TV Plus. Oh, is it Apple TV yeah, Plus? Yeah, Apple TV Plus. Okay. Oh well, you know. Yeah, those guys. The Apple TV is actually like a device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I guess it's yeah Apple TV Plus because it's because I think if you buy a new iPhone. You get like an automatic one year subscription. Yeah, so. it's if you buy an Apple device. Buy an Apple yeah. device, get one year on up. It's great. Like I, again, I haven't really done a deep dive into it because of the things I did see, because it's tied to their like renting. Like you could just like rent TV shows or rent movies. It's basically like kind of taking some of the stuff from the iTunes store or what's left of the iTunes store. I don't even know if that exists anymore. Basically, you just do it all now through Apple TV Plus. It, like Ted Lasso is so good and <laughs> it's so fucking. It's so like endearing and so lo- just football is life. That's all I got to say. Football is life. People who watch Ted Lasso know we'll get that joke. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's uh, so, yeah, I think I feel like Netflix is like, I thought we were boys, John. You're just going to talk down on me like this on your pod and like all the things. Wait, what? Netflix is my boy. I'm sorry, Netflix. You are the top dog, but I really wonder, you know, like you said, Stephen, five years from now, yeah, they might be a completely different landscape. They're gonna get they're gonna get too old and I'm gonna have to trade them in for a newer model. <laughs> it's it's inevitable. It's it's sad, but it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll still be relevant. I mean yeah. they're gonna have their they're gonna have all their originals, like they're gonna be because they they know they know they've known for a while like this was coming like you can tell yeah. they prepared with all the shit that they have pushing out that like they created in preparation for all this happening so yeah you know. but they, i don't think they'll they they won't have all the like the classics like disney does or all the like the super yeah. big shows that we all know and love like they'll have to they'll have to create one and keep it going and that's a lot easier said than done does that sound better because apparently i was using my airpods the entire time <laughs> It does actually. I don't see there. There was a, there was a bit of like a background thing every time you talked. I, I, I was I was wondering what that was. Shit. That would explain it. Yeah, you sound yeah. better. Well, that's a damn shame. I've been talking to this microphone. God damn it. Anyway, let's let's wrap things up. Let's go through these questions real quick. Are you ready? Are you ready, Rachel? Yeah, ready. Is Stephen gonna do it too, or is it just me? No, I think you already did it, man. Pretty sure. If they're the same ones from in your eighties, then yeah. Yeah. Well, you can jump in to see if you're Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just pretend like you didn't do it. We'll just do it together. Okay. All right. When did you get your first cell phone and what kind was it? 
I got my cell phone for my 12th birthday, um, which would have been in 2004. Yep, the math checks out on that. Uh, 2004, and it was it was a Sony Ericsson, but it didn't have like a name. It had like a code. It was like a Sony Ericsson ST1350 or something stupid like that. It didn't have a name. But it was like this big. It was tiny, fucking tiny. And it had like the tiniest little buttons. And my parents hated it because they couldn't fucking use the buttons to do anything. But it was fine. It had snake on it. Had some singular wireless, if you remember that company. Singular some, wireless. Some brick flip phone that was about like gay thick. Yeah. Steve and I apologize if uh, any of the audience members who listen to that episode you did with me and Morgan, because I forgot that you were on with me and Anthony, and you were also on that episode with me and Morgan. I think you might have done questionnaire then, but we'll just do it again, man. Fucking double up. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, see if his answers change. Yeah, mine's uh, God, well, I hate that one. That one's the same. I hate the fucking name of this company. It was a Siemens uh, little. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm actually still 12. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, that's what it was. Uh, it was a little Siemens. Little, uh, I can remember. I can't remember the model number, but I got it when I was 12. Um, yeah. it, was good times. it was when I started like going out and doing things without parents involved. So like when I'd go to the mall without like someone's mom tagging along. Yeah. Oh, well, I start, you know, That's literally why I got it because I was going to the mall a lot and my mom, if she drove me, she would be like, hey, just let me know when you want me to come pick you up. And I was like, okay. So I, that's why I got a cell phone. Yeah, that was the same. Yeah, same thing. I'd go out and hang out with other people or without parents, another parent. You know, pull out my fucking car phone. Um, you know, I'm bringing the children home. Uh, so I just, you know, hey, mom. Okay, let's uh, next question. What is one reality TV or game show you would do the best on? Um, I think I would do really fucking great in Supermarket Sweep. I say this all the time, and I say this every time I fucking watch it. Yeah. I think I'd do really fucking well. I also vaguely remember watching a show called Shop Till You Drop uh, that came on after Pokemon. And I don't remember what the actual, like, port, like what the, the game was, but I also feel like I could do really well on that. Steven, I think you said uh, the same thing on the last episode where it was uh, Supermarket. I did, but I actually have a different answer now. Okay, what is it? Are you the one? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> is it one of those dating fucking yes, yes it's an mtv it's an mtv dating one basically the premise of the show is that they're 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 they start off with 10 men and 10 women and each of them went through like this giant series of tests to where they matched up with a particular person it was their perfect match and every episode they had a chance to try to like pair up with that person and make 10 couples and if they got all 10 right, they won a million dollars. They had to, they had to, they had to, they had to figure out who their perfect match was over like this. What was it? Like a 10 week yeah, stretch. It's a 10 week stretch. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a horribly it's ridiculous show. It's the worst show. show I've ever seen in my life. But the reason why I would be good in it is because it's, it, it's a numbers game. Forget about the dating aspect. It's a fucking numbers game. And all these people are dumb on this show and they don't fucking realize that. Oh man. It's so, it's so bad. 
That's uh, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, and I love it. Look, I watch a lot of dumb shit. Like, I'll be the first to admit, I watch a lot of dumb shit. But these reality dating shows, I'm like, I don't. I just I love them. I, I just love don't them. Get it. Uh, Actually, I might be really since we're doing dating shows, I might be really good at uh, MT like the MTV one next. Wait, do you have Paramount Plus? I don't. My okay, my step my parents do when I when I when I have been on it, it's theirs. Okay, because that's for because we watched the first two seasons of Are You the One Now, where you got to get to the others, and apparently they're on Paramount Plus. Seven day free trial. Here we come. Oh, maybe I'd be really good at Room Raiders. Oh my god! People don't know what that is anymore, Rachel. Oh no, we're old. Remember the if, I, if, I, if I told you I was good at next, what would you think? Like what? What role do you think I would be? Like what? What? Isn't that the one where you like you're on a date and you can be like next, and then someone else rolls up? Yeah, there was a, there was a bus of like five yeah. people, and you had to like next your way through them or something. Was, oh you man! Whoever the whoever the the date I guess was would just like if they didn't like you, they would just say next, and somebody else would walk out of the bus, and they would continue the date. I think it was made by the same people who did the Fifth Wheel. I don't know if people remember the Fifth Wheel. I remember that. That was I don't, like, I don't know that at all. It was like it was like two couples, like two like. Here you go, two like four singles, like a guy, two guys and two girls. They like they're on a date, they're on dates together, and then they bring in like a fifth person, and like it's either a guy or a girl, this fifth person, and it can oh, fuck up. It can fuck up one of the other couples. It sounds like, fucking terrible. I love it. I want to watch it. I, love terrible I don't think it's on anymore, but it was on. I remember being as a teenager, and it was like, and then like the two couples, like if it was the two guys were the main people, they could decide which girl, and then the other, and then like the girls. So, like, if it was two guys and three girls, like, they all at the end of the episode decided who do they want to hook up with. And then, like, if nobody matched, then nobody matched. And then, like, if he's like, I want to hook up with the fifth wheel, and one of the other girls is like, I want to hook up with it. It's, I remember really enjoying it, even though it was trash. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's, it's the, like, God. It's all trash. Reality all dating trash. shows are, like, the worst fucking trash, and I love it so much. Like I said, man, I want to give people who watch, like, The Bachelor or Bachelorette shit, but I'm like... Dude, you watch fucking pro football. That is the dumbest shit in the world. Like that's anyway, you get you get you get emotionally distraught because of fucking eleven men on a field that happen to wear a jersey that says New Orleans on it. Like yeah. Right there. yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, next question. What is your favorite book? I'll go first. Keep it simple. Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter. Okay. Um I so I recently read. So right now, I my my favorite book. I've I've been in like in a reading kick re, like lately. So I've I've actually read a whole bunch of books since the beginning of the year. Um, and recently I read it, it's a trilogy, and there's actually another book in the series coming out. At, I think sometime this summer. Anyway, it's called Truly Devious, um, and it, it's like a murder mystery kind of series but i really really enjoyed it um and so i'd I'd very excited for the next book and the okay and the next adventure to come out um but if we're talking like kind of maybe overall um i really like the westing game which i read when i was a kid and then i read again a couple years back really like that um and yeah yeah, so i'm gonna go with those for right now mine is uh definitely the great gatsby my favorite. Really? Easy read. Really, I think, really simple, but has a lot of, 
Like I read it in high school, didn't like it. And then I read it again in college and I fucking fell in love with it. Cause I was like, it is really truly the great American novel. I mean, okay, I well, maybe I should read it and maybe I should give it another shot because I do remember reading in high school and it was not an easy read. I what? had to like, I forced myself to read it. You, you Same have- thing with uh, 1984. I was forced oh, to read that in senior year of high school and it was the biggest struggle but I think that now that I'm more of a reader, I think I should probably give him another shot. 1984 is actually my second favorite. Like those two books are my two favorite books. I love them. Actually, speaking of shitty books we had to read in high school, I distinctly remember enjoying Wuthering Heights. Oh, I love Wuthering um, Heights. I read that I, I, every, like everyone else in the class fucking hated it, but I, I liked it. I thought it was, I, I dug it. Heathcliff is my why, Do what? Heathcliff is my fucking homie, dude. <laughs> Actually, everyone in that book is terrible. Don't fucking. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that's you know. I I remember, God, we're getting off topic, but like, there's a BBC adaptation of Wuthering Heights, and Tom Hardy plays Heathcliff, and it was really, hey. I really loved it. I really enjoyed him as Heathcliff. Uh, okay, next question. Uh, what is your favorite pair of shoes that you've either you currently own or have owned at one time? Mine's. Uh, Mine's a twofer. Um, I have a pair of Allbirds that I got, and mm-hmm. I fucking love them. Uh, absolutely recommend, but absolutely recommend sizing up one because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how they work. Um, and I also have a pair of Moto boots that I really like that make me feel like a big old badass. Okay, Stephen, do you remember yours? Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I probably would have said my my gray Adidas, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I think I think that's what you said. It was either that or like fucking New Balance or some shit. Okay. Mine is actually my pair of Air Force Ones. I need to get a new pair. They're they're really great. The most comfortable shoes I've ever had. Shout out to Crocs though and Croc oh. flip flops. What the fuck best. is wrong with you? Sorry, I'm a normal human being that likes comfortable no, shoes. No, normal people do not like Crocs. Crocs are terrible. They're not comfortable. They're very comfortable. I don't understand. I don't give a shit if they were fucking clouds. They're ugly as fuck. Give me fucking arch support. But they're comfortable. They're ugly as fuck. They are comfortable. Yeah, they're pretty they're terrible. We, we're, we could do this all night. We're going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this kind of ties into the streaming service conversation that we had. Oh, no, no. I'm skipping one. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Wow. What is your favorite smell or scent? Lavender. Basic. Sorry. I Okay. To be fair, I have a really, really, really exceptionally shitty sense of smell um and so it's got to be strong as fuck to make for so that i can actually smell it and lavender tends to do it for me so um not tequila <laughs> leave it at that yikes my favorite scent is the smell of bacon golly who would have thought who would have seen that coming i love it love it it tastes so the other day she doesn't like bacon apparently i didn't know that you didn't know that she doesn't like anything. That. she doesn't like breakfast food i almost took the ring off the finger Ah, uh, well, that's not accurate. Even like hamburgers. That's almost as a bad. Do you remember how I said John knows that and John also makes fun of me for not liking hamburgers? Do you remember that conversation? No, I'm trying to understand. John understands me. Well, well the what's no. the opposite of understanding someone? I'm aware of you. I don't understand you at all. <laughs> like, I, you, you, you told me once you don't like breakfast food. I'm like, I fucking like I like eggs. Anyway. Yeah, I did, I did these questions. I, I remember them now. Yeah. Okay, uh, Rachel. Yes. Now, this one ties into the streaming service conversation okay. we kind of had. 
You can only watch TV shows or movies for the rest of your life. What would you pick? TV shows. shows. See, this is where you lose me. I gotta go. I gotta go movies because I gotta be able to watch the Star Wars movies. I don't think there's. If someone was like Rachel, you can. I don't think there's a single movie that if I was told I could never watch it again, that like I would be really upset. I think I think I'd manage. Jurassic Park. It'd be hard. It'd be a struggle, but I, I yeah, I could do it. Don't they have Jurassic Park TV shows? No, actually, they, they or, not a, that I know. They of. have a Jurassic Park kids show actually, but that's it. Yeah, there's a there's like a an animated nice. show. So so you would uh you would manage and uh, life would uh find a way <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Anyway, I would go movies. I definitely got to be able to watch Star Wars movies. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember this question, Stephen. Rachel, you get to use a time machine. When and where do you go? But you must stay there no more or longer, no more or less than three days. So if you were to go back to the dinosaurs, that's cool and all, but you got to stay there. You got to be able to survive there for three days. I could do that. Um... In the fucking, like... With all those giant bugs and giant animals and dinosaurs, you're, you're, talking, you're talking to a woman that thinks she could survive in the octagon for a minute with Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember but, that one. Yeah, well, you know, Stephen doesn't actually think that I'm capable of doing anything. Well, um, definitely not surviving in the octagon against. Despite the fact players. that I'm like significantly more competent than he is you at just about everything, which is the only job you need to know how to do. <laughs> um. I don't know. So mine's kind of sad. You gotta be careful with your answers. I'm like, gonna send you back to the kitchen. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Just be careful, um, man. Can I give like a sad answer and a not sad answer? Sure. Do whatever you want. Okay, so my sad answer would be I would go back to probably when I was like sixteen or so and hang out with my mom for three days. Yeah. Um, that's kind of sad. Um, and then for my fun answer. Um, I would really like to hit up the twenties in New York, but like not the depression twenties, the, the like exciting twenties, the roaring twenties and just do the whole like Gatsby socialite party experience. Yeah. Drink some bootleg whiskey. Yeah. And some like absinthe for three days and, you know, come back and just never want to drink again. You see how she tried to bring the conversation down with conversation about her mom? Jeez, we're trying Jesus to have fun Christ. here. <laughs> you asked the fucking question, man. And I, I had a fun answer queued up as well. Shit. I was kidding. I, I thought that was very nice, but I was just oh. like, I was just like, oh shit, I just realized. Like, oh god. Oh, no. What kind of question I asked when I said, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this is going to get real for a second. Uh, it was just a second though, it's fine. I would go to the future. I wouldn't go to the past. I would go to sometime in like 100, 200 years from now, just to see what's going on. I, I think I would. it would get too butterfly effecty for me. I would be really, well, I guess it, it would kind of go either way, huh? Yeah. I guess I'm more concerned about seeing the future and then like being like, oh shit, this is real fucking bad versus like, I don't know. I, I know where we are now and, you know, it, I mean, it's bad, but like, I, I guess all of humanity could be dead nothing so, like, in the past interests me like i don't find like like oh would you, wouldn't you want to go see this or that i'm like not really i can just like you know yeah it's fine i, I am also white so like going into the past isn't necessarily the worst thing you're also yeah. south african 
Well, yeah, but like I'm the the white part of South Africa. But you are a woman, so you would have to deal with that as well. Going back, in it's the true. But like, if I was going to the twenties, like I'd get to wear some cute flapper outfit and like do cute flapper outfit. Yeah, yeah. you'd have to wear a cute yeah. flapper outfit and make me a sandwich. No, I just I'd flirt with elderly men that are gross and rich, which is no. That you'd have to leave the kitchen. What else and, is new? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let you leave the kitchen. Oh my so. god. <laughs> I mean, this is the time you wanted to go to. You know we're not married yet, right? I'd still be living with my parents. Well, I mean, we, we technically wouldn't even be alive in the 20s. Ah, oh, jeez. What they don't know, people listening, is this was an elaborate ruse to get them into couples therapy. But um, <laughs> Anyway, next question. Steven, I think I, I, I recall you answering this one. Would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Prize winner, and for what? Uh, gold medalist for gymnastics. Okay. Steven, you remember you were specifically the uneven That would have been the new Michael Phelps, if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swimming, swimming. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Mine's uh, mine's easy. I would want to be on the U.S. men's soccer team. You know, they didn't qualify for this Olympics because they're bums. But I would want to be on the U.S. men's team, the first U.S. men's team to win a gold medal in soccer. That would be amazing. You just got to be like a little, like a wee bit more athletic. Is this the second Olympics oh, in a row? A lot, bit, a lot bit more athletic. <laughs> Is this the second Olympics in a row we haven't qualified for? Third. Yikes. Hey, we're one. doing great. Oh, I, you I'm should sorry. join the team, John. Three, I think we've done three in, three out of the past four. So there was a break. I think we qualified for like 2012 or something like that. Ooh, yeah, probably would have been 2012. Maybe you could have joined the team. Who knows? Oh, no. It's not that they're – it's a long story. That's a whole other pod talking about that. Um, no, it's, I do not want to be a part of that one. <laughs> uh, okay, last question, Rachel, and then we'll call it a night. All right. Uh, I feel like there are more. I like being interrogated. No, this is it. Uh, you know, we had a rough year last year, and we're still we're coming out of it, but it's still not, you know, completely out of this woods yet. So five years from now, or ten years, however long you want to project – what do you hope we all learn from what's happened in 2020 and the pandemic? And just, you know, we, we dealt with a lot of social issues, you know, police brutality. We, we elected Joe Biden. We got that motherfucker out the white house. Uh, what do you hope we all learn from what we've all experienced the past, like, you know, year to like 15 months. Uh, so um, I know that no one's going to learn shit. Right. Yeah. But I hope um, that, so, so healthcare is, is one of the like bigger social issues for me. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the whole Medicare for all thing is beyond necessary. Um, I also think that the, the way that Americans view, or I guess that corporations view sick time. Right. And I think that, so everyone needs sick time. It needs to be able to, and not necessarily sick, paid sick time specifically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And all like the amount of people that go to work sick currently, currently in this fucking climate, right. Is ridiculous because they have to. And because everyone runs such a bare bones fucking staff that if one person calls in, it's fucking chaos. And so people, people feel pressure to never call in. People feel pressured that they're going to lose their jobs if they don't fucking show up. So they come to work sick as shit. Um, and I, I think that's, I think that needs to change. It really does. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's so important. 
just in in so many different re- for so many reasons i think paid sick leave is should be a federal requirement across the board yeah i i i agree with you i think something that policy focused and that specific is important i was i i think i i i've said in the past that like what i hope we all learn is that we all and it ties together with what you said, because if one person's sick, they can get the rest of us sick, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing we've learned from the pandemic is just like, I think, I mean, in the past, like the idea of wearing masks while you're sick, like, I think that was so alien to most Americans. I think now going forward, mm-hmm. that will be like, hey man, if you're not feeling well, you need to wear a mask. So, not uh, down here. Well, if, you, if you're not feeling well, you should stay the fuck home. Yeah, that's also important. Uh, you should, but, like the only reason that you should wear a mask in public is if you're sick and you're literally going to the doctor, to the pharmacy or, you know, Yeah. that's it. I, I just hope that we all learn that we're, we all depend on each other. We're all connected. You know, we, I, I, I agree with you. We're probably not going to learn this because it's just no, not gonna learn shit. like, I, I really think that I really hope that we all learn how dependent we all are on each other. I really think that if one of us is suffering or a group of us are suffering or like an ass, like a faction of the society or the culture is suffering, it affects everybody. And I really, I hope, I hope, but you know, it's probably not going to happen. Um, I, 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 I was very encouraged by how, largely people were like, Hey man, we're all in this together. But then that quickly dissipated by like last summer, it felt like we were like living in this, like we're all in this together. And then slowly, but surely time wore on and we were like, it's everybody for fucking self. So yeah, um, well, it's because it's because I don't know. It's because the fucking workforce, everyone's uh, as soon as people could as soon as they could legally get bodies back in their offices they tried to yeah and so then you know become it became like a well i have to go to work and i have to be around people in the office but i'm not allowed to hang out with like anybody and you know i'm not allowed to go eat somewhere yeah it's uh, it's tricky i i i really hope we do you know we might not even be aware of it there are things that are probably already changed that we've just accepted as the new normal that are already set us on a better path but i i i I think the thing we can't do is uh, resign ourselves to cynicism because I think that that's not productive. It's, it's cool to be realistic and grounded and like skeptical, but cynicism is never the answer. And I really hope that, you know, we try because we, like, I think I saw Sarah, I saw Sarah Silverman say that five times. I saw Sarah Sarah Silverman's everything I can. Exactly. She, she posted a video that I was like, this vaccine rollout, everything was paid for. It got done. Everybody got it. It's free to everybody. And she was like, this could be, it could be this way all the time. It could literally be this way all the time, but we just don't, we just don't. Everywhere the rest of the world has this way as far as like socialized medic, uh, free healthcare, socialized uh, healthcare. Like we could, we could, this could be like this all the time, but we just decided that it's not profitable. So we don't. So she's like, hopefully it'll change. So. Well, you need to use it first. Don't use that whole we thing. Yeah. We, we don't make to make those decisions. Yeah. And on that note, let's <laughs> go out on a happy note. Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for waiting patiently for the next episode. I don't know when the next episode is. I'm kind of doing this by ear. Normally, I would do it twice a month. But again, it's kind of, you know, 
and I've got a part-time job on the weekends now, so I don't know what my schedule is going to be like going forward. So we'll see what happens. But um, thank you both for doing this. Really appreciate it. Like, Stephen, this is the third episode I've had you on, like, with a group. Definitely in these last, like, nine episodes coming up, I'll have you on on a one-on-one, and we can just do a one-on-one because that, you know, we haven't done it yet this year. Uh, But thank you again, Rachel. It was very nice having you on. I regret that I have not had you on more in the pod. Steven's like the runaway. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking great, so. I mean, you're all right. Steven's like the runaway guest. Like, you're on the most, I think, appearances and runtime at this point. But um, Probably still most disliked. Well, you know. You know, I mean, hell, I'm not for everybody. I think people, I really can't wait to run into someone who's like, oh, listen to your pod the other day. Yep, you're still annoying as ever. I'm like, oh, you're like, man, you're a fucking tool. <laughs> Your voice, you kind of do this thing where you kind of go like this, and then you kind of talk like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of one of the things. Uh, but uh, it's it was really fun. Thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, yeah, guys, smash that great. like button. <laughs> I'll be in town Fourth of July weekend for a family oh, reunion. Yeah. So the next time I'll be in town. Uh, I've already requested it off with my new side gig. Uh, so hopefully they give it up to me off. Otherwise that'll be a problem. Cause I, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. They should be able to give me off at least one weekend. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening guys. I love you. It was nice seeing y'all in person. I can't wait to see you guys in the flesh. Uh, <laughs> it's I, I, I love you guys both. And I really love talking to y'all even about stupid shit. Like, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and streaming services. We love you too, John. All right. Bye, guys. Good night. Have fun. Have fun at work tomorrow. Jax, come here. Lily's pushing me away. Jax, come here. Jax, come here. There you are, Rachel, always in the way. Come here, big boy. Come here. (laughs) Stop banging on shit. Come here. Here, puppies. The doggies! Doggy, doggy, doggies! Yeah, see, he's like, he's got his weird spots, but he's otherwise an opposite. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, guys. That's too many dogs. That's just too many dogs. There's three dogs. There's three. There's more dogs than human in that household. Two and a half. half. Rambo is a full pup. There's still there's still two more dogs in that domicile than humans. Yeah, well, they're cute. (laughs) They're cuter than humans. So. Mm. Let me kiss. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one.